93.3 WMMR Audio On Demand presents the Preston and Steve Show podcast. And now, Preston and Steve's news updates with Kathy Romano. Today is Monday. It's also the first day of July. Good morning, Kathy. Good morning in the news this morning. Philadelphia police were called Sunday night to break up an enormous roving crowd of teens and young adults in North Philadelphia. It started as a barbecue, but ended with 800 to 1,000 young people gathering. Jesus. Police were initially brought in right around uh, 1130 in the evening to Jefferson and Sydenham streets. The window of the first arriving patrol car was broken. Police quickly realized that they were among uh, there were more young people than officers. So they reorganized and established a command post uh, to coordinate resources. Police worried about the safety of the crowd and the neighborhood uh, work to protect nearby businesses. Members of the crowd were seen jumping on cars. Police vehicles were damaged six in total. They said broken windshields and side mirrors. Uh, officers from across the city were dispatched. Officers from the 3 to 11 p.m. shift uh, were held over in an effort to manage the crowd. Highway Patrol and emergency response teams worked to disperse the crowd. A police helicopter flew over the crowd to track it. Now, police said the crowd started to break up at about 1 a.m., but smaller groups uh, were still seen walking around neighborhoods, moving on to North Broad and Cecil B. Moore streets, among other places. In the end, no injuries were reported and no arrests were made. So that's pretty good that they were able to break that up. It's astonishing. All from a barbecue. Police said a nine-year-old girls in critical condition after an illegal ex- explosive device exploded in her hands inside of her Kensington home. It happened Sunday morning at about 1030 on the 1800 block of East uh, Wizard Street. Neighbors say that they heard an explosion, uh, saw smoke and heard screams coming from the child's home. One neighbor uh, covered the child's hand and rushed her to the hospital with her distraught mother. Philadelphia Police Special Victims Unit is investigating. Police were expected to serve a search warrant on the home to look for devices similar to the one that injured the girl. They uh, there's no word yet on if any of the other devices were found, but police believe the girl found an explosive, possibly an M80. Yeah, M80s can can definitely do a lot of damage, especially if you're holding one. Yeah, I never got my hands on a real M80 when I was a kid. Never did. Or cherry bombs, yeah. they were also called. But uh, if you if you did, they were uh, they were known to be. Some people say they were a quarter stick of dynamite. Yes. I don't know if that's <laughs> quite it or not, but they're very, very powerful. It's a big boom. Well, well we so- were really stupid. Uh, I, I, um, listen, we had a list of incredibly stupid accomplishments as kids, but one of the dumber things we did is we put two of those in a mason jar, and then mm-hmm. we ran. Mm-hmm. And I was about, I'd say, an acre and a half away, and a piece of glass hit me in the leg. No no from that thing. That's how powerful they are. Oh, wow. Uh, so these devices are considered inherently dangerous as any bit of friction, heat, or a slight bump can cause the device to detonate. M80s, M100s, and M250s are all considered illegal. The ATF's website, website states that an M80, only 1.5 inches long, can damage fingers, hands, and eyes. I think it's probably a good time for us to start running those PSAs from Gucci. The Gucci, yes, yeah, certainly. The owners of Hahnemann University Hospital have filed for bankruptcy. It's the latest step in the planned closure set for this fall. Other outlets are fighting to keep the hospital open. Drexel University, a partner with Hahnemann, is trying to get an injunction to keep the hospital open. The facility stopped accepting trauma patients over the weekend. The official announcement on the emergency of the emergency room came uh, one day after the Philadelphia Fire Department issued an alert warning that Hahnemann's emergency room couldn't take critically ill patients. The emergency department will remain open for less urgent cases, such as patients with the flu or broken bones. If they do go out of business, do you think some of the stuff will be up for sale? Because I'd love to have some bedpans for guacamole. Wouldn't that be kind of cool? You go to a party? Uh, Just see if anybody would... Would you scoop guacamole out of a bedpan? Uh, No. Guacamole's really good. Never. It is really good. Probably would. Yeah. What would you... 
I would have to. Oh my god, I don't even what know. Would what would you buy from a hospital? Well, no, no, no. I'm just saying, like, in order to eat guacamole out of a bedpan, what would it need to be cleaned with first? I think you'd have to have a brand new bedpan mm-hmm. out of the wrapper, and then maybe. Yeah. But anything that has any kind of history to it, I don't mentally. I don't think you could bring yourself to. I do don't it. think I could. I might buy the call button just so I call someone <laughs> in my house when I was to get up. Right. <laughs> Somebody bring me water. <laughs> Uh, the 496-bed uh, money-losing institution said it will close its doors in September. In sports this morning. Ball sacks are young. We'll start with baseball, and then we'll get to basketball. Bryce Harper homered and drove in four runs to help the Phillies end a streak of five straight losses to the Marlins with a 13-6 win yesterday yeah. afternoon in Miami. The Phillies are off today before opening up a three-game series in Atlanta tomorrow night against the first-place Braves. That was a busy day yesterday, a free agency for the Sixers and the NBA. Free agent forward Tobias Harris agreed to a five-year, $180 million contract to return to the Sixers. Five-time All-Star center Al Horford agreed to a four-year, $109 million dollar deal with the Sixers. Now, keeping Harris and signing Horford means that the Sixers are losing Jimmy Butler and J.J. Redick. The Miami Heat are finalized a are finalizing a sign-and-trade deal with the Sixers to acquire all-star guard Butler. Miami is sending uh, guard Josh Richardson to Philadelphia as part of the deal. J.J. Redick has agreed to a two-year, $26.5 million deal to join the Pelicans. Redick joins a Pelicans roster that expects to compete for the playoffs despite the loss of Anthony Davis in the trade with the Los Angeles Lakers. And in other NBA news, free agent all-star uh, Kevin Durant plans to sign a four-year, $164 million contract to play for the Brooklyn Nets. Durant, who will join free agents Kyrie Irving and DeAndre Jordan, who also plan to sign with the franchise. Uh, Durant will receive a full max contract despite concerns over his recovery from an Achilles tendon injury that is likely going to sideline him for all of next season. The players can officially sign their contract starting Saturday, and Irving will sign a four-year deal worth $141 million. And that's what I have for you this morning. Thank you so much, Kathy. Welcome, friends, back from uh, weekend. Another beautiful uh, weather-wise weekend. A little bit on the warm side, but if you were into summer activities, that's it, man. It was perfect. So uh, we return with some things for you, including a new Word of the Week prize. And we have 10 Fandango movie tickets to see Avengers Endgame, plus Avengers merch to give away to... Uh, so listen up for the letter of the day coming up at the end of the program, and uh, we'll stretch that out. It's going to be a short one because it's a holiday week. Yes. So only a three-letter word this week. We will give that away on Wednesday, so a pretty sweet prize for that. Uh, we are going to have as a guest on the show today one Mr. Billy Bob Thornton, who will be talking about his band. Actually, they're going to be performing at the Sellersville Theater on July 7th. And uh, Billy Bob is a nice guy. Boxmasters are the name of his group. They've been together for a long time. They put out eight albums. Yeah. I didn't realize that initially in his life, in his pursuit of a career, music was the mango. And Number then one. acting came about later on in writing. Obviously, he wrote Sling Blade, but yeah. it's pretty impressive. Yeah. So he's just a, he's a man of the arts. So we will talk to uh, Billy around 9 o'clock this morning. Our friends from Dunkin' Donuts are stopping by. They're bringing the new Hershey's Cookies and Cream. Uh, and Heath flavors. One of the either uh, one of those will be uh, brought by here, or maybe both. I don't know. We'll see. But we'll uh, let you know. I think we, we usually have some giveaways from our friends. At uh, no, not today. Anyway, uh, so Dunkin' Donuts is stopping by, and we'll tell you how great that stuff. Yes, is. you'll have to believe us. You'll just have to believe us. Yeah. 
And it's a momentous occasion, as it always is, on the first day of the month. We say goodbye from our Totally Office calendar, Miss June. Uh, who came by for a hottie cam, and she's just phenomenal, Elena. Uh, but she'll always be in these pages, and she'll always be a member of the Press of the Steve Show. But we flip over to the month of July, and we bring you the very sexy and sudsy Alexa. <laughs> so please, turn your calendar over. <laughs> Alexa has found oh, Steve. She was just getting out of the tub. What What, is the, what are the odds? Right Honestly, as, if you stop and think about it. Right as a photographer <clears throat> came into the apartment, she was just getting out of the bathroom. I think that was just about 10 minutes before the 40-person bachelor party left the, <laughs> uh, <laughs> the shoot site. Uh, Alexa is awesome, and uh, she really she stripped down to the very bare minimum in uh, in the what we call the inset photo. There's two pictures of each girl in the Totally Office calendar. Uh, and Alexa, she comes out to events. I think she was at the Sequoia Outback event that we were doing. Yeah, she, she was one of our beer did. tub girls. Yeah. Yeah. I just saw her at the uh, the Big Top, uh, Big Apple Circus uh, oh. a few weeks ago. Yeah, she, and, and she surprised me because I saw her out in public. And I was like, oh, my God, that's who is this gorgeous girl who knows who I am? <laughs> yeah, she was out at the uh, the Christmas Miracle broadcast helping us out as well. So she is a uh, very cool, helpful, sexy, awesome young woman who is gracing the month of July from our Totally Office calendar. So uh, flip that over if you have not done that as of yet. So thank you, Alexa, for being in our calendar. Diamond jewelry doesn't have to be expensive. Have fun buying jewelry for someone you love and don't hate the price you pay. Feel the difference online at IHateStevenSinger.com with free shipping. Buy real diamonds from a real jeweler. Steven Singer Jewelers. That's IHateStevenSinger.com. All right, these things and more are going on today, so why don't we go ahead and take a quick break. We'll come back in a second. Stupid question. Roll through some entertainment stories as we always get the day started. Also, uh, don't forget, today is a free Music Monday, so we'll have some free stuff for you from Black Keys to give away later on in the program. We'll return in just a few. Hang with us today. Stream WMMR anywhere you have an internet connection. Check out the mobile app or go to WMMR.com. You'll figure it out from there. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. So the stupid question this morning, we're going to give away a four-pack of Saturday tickets for the Menards Chevy Show, which is coming up at uh, Maple Grove Raceway, July 12th through the 14th. Uh, The question I have for you this morning is about uh, metronomes, kind of, sort of. Uh, so metronomes uh, produce steady beats for musicians. What is the right way to express the musical time signature known as common time? So I guess I can phrase that a different way. Common time time is also known as what in music? 215-263-WMMR. Let's I have no that. idea. All right, so what is also known as common time in music? 215-263-WMMR. I'll go through some birthdays today. It is Monday, July 1st, and, uh, well, out of the world of music, Debbie Harry celebrates her birthday today. What did she... She just revealed that she had a uh, an encounter with Ted Bundy. That's correct. She was uh, it was pre fame days in yeah. New York City, and she was walking to either home or another club or something like that. And a guy offered her a ride. Yeah, and she didn't realize it until years later when she saw the story of Bundy on television. She's like, "That's the dude that picked me up and gave me a ride." And she noticed some weird things about when she got in the car, like the. Like the uh, the the window handle was gone or something along those lines, and uh, she eventually got out of the car because she was skeeved out by him. She had to reach out over the window, which was partially open, and pull the door pull the door open from yep. the outside. Yeah, so uh, that's a uh, that's a freaky realization. Years later, how close to being a victim you had become. And she wrote this stuff. 
Uh, and she wrote this yeah. up there. So other things <laughs> yeah. happened in her life. But uh, the darling of CBGBs and that whole uh, yeah. new wave in uh, New York City. She was in that, uh, was it Tales from the Dark Side movie? Do you remember yeah. that? She played the, a witch. She's actually the she's actually the tying story that brings all the stories together. Yeah, she's almost like a Hansel and Gretel right. witch type she's thing. She's good. Trying, trying to fatten them yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. She does some acting from time to time. So Debbie Harry, 74 years old today. It's uh, Liv Tyler's birthday today. Daughter of Aerosmith lead singer Steven Tyler, of course, yes. And uh, has gone on to be a um, a wonderful actress. Very, very successful. Lord of the Rings. Yeah. She's yeah. excellent. Yeah. yeah, but you see Full Beave in uh, that show. Which one? Oh, uh, the HBO show. Uh, the the Leftovers. Beave? The Leftovers. Oh. I couldn't believe it. I was like, dude, that's... Full live Tyler that's Beave. full on, like, like, hair and... We know what it looks like. Yeah. Uh, my dad has a book at home. Yeah. It has hair, and then there's a, there seems to be a division at some point, and uh, there was a little bit of mattiness going on. Yes. Curly, there were seems to be a curl thing. We know. So there's well, a that, bump. What is and that then it bump? made me think of like a man in a boat. I don't know. It... Well, that's really that's really nice, Case. Was, what a, what a tribute to Liv Tyler. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Happy yeah. birthday. Yeah, let's get Liv on the phone. Let her know. Thank you so much for talking about my beaver. Uh, Liv Tyler is 42 years old today. Uh, <laughs> Pamela Anderson, you've seen her beaver yes. too, Casey, many times, right? Yeah. 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 Nice beaver. So Pamela uh, is celebrating her 52nd birthday today. She's in the news recently because she got into a, a split with her soccer superstar boyfriend. I forget the guy's name, but apparently he has like... Nine, go figure. He has nine separate relationships going on, and she just found out she was one of them and dumped him. And remember, we just had the story the other day of uh, Sush Baron Cohen saying that it was the bit that he did as Borat oh, with yeah. her that broke up her marriage with Kid Rock, or it was the last straw. The last straw, you're right. You know, because they did this bit and he didn't like it. And, and he... she was bizarrely associated with Julian Assange from uh, WikiLeaks. Was she? That whole thing, yeah. No, I don't remember She's, a, she's a, a, an interesting woman. Yeah, she's uh, 52 today. Andre Brower, great actor. Homicide, Life on the Street, and uh, what's the show you watch him on? Brooklyn Nine Nine. Preston, he is so hilarious on that show, so stoic and so brilliant. Yeah, uh, he is uh, celebrating his fifty seventh. He's also in your one of your all time favorite movies, Glory. This year is the I think the thirtieth anniversary of Glory, and they're having a special re release into the theaters. Oh no, kidding! You know it's a masterpiece. We all love it. Yeah, I'll, I'll go and see that in the theater. For the soundtrack alone, man, that's yeah. fantastic. The first time I saw that was on a plane. It was flying back oh. from first time I've been to Europe on the way back. It was what they were yeah. showing, and I'm like, you start crying. I'm like, this is amazing. Yeah. Uh, so he's 57 today. Uh, Dan Aykroyd, 67 years today. Always a, a, a phenomenally funny, a bit strange, and definitely off the reservation now with this alien stuff. He is like full on. Full They're committed. here. They've abducted people. They study us. I mean, he's he's in all the way. In that world of the believers and the committed, he is considered a, a savant. His mm-hmm. knowledge is incredibly impressive. He is he's one of those guys too that he he is a savant in some level when he uh, something that he's passionate about. Oh yeah, he he studies and knows all and remembers all. He's he's and you, you can tell by how fast he does dialogue as well that he's really quick to. To hang on to information. So is Belushi that got him into, like, Sam and Dave and all that stuff that created the whole furor for the the Blues Brothers. But yeah. it was Aykroyd who then became encyclopedic about yeah. 
that music. Uh, he's 67 today. Hey, the great David Prowse, Darth Vader, the man wow. in the uh, in the outfit, is uh, 83 years old today. Wow. He is. Uh, so he was a, a champion bodybuilder and weightlifter over in uh, England. And over the years, you know, you saw him in uh, movies like The Clockwork Orange and so on and so forth. But now he is, I think he, I think the word came out recently that he was sort of upset and stunned that they replaced his voice. Because yeah. <laughs> he's basically just walking around in the costume. You know but... what I never got from the movies, and maybe it was just because I, th- I thought it was just all the outfit, was how large he was. I never really... Six, seven. Yeah, yeah, he, yeah, yeah, exactly. And in, and in the movies, I, I know he's a, a, a an imposing figure, but I never got how large physically he yeah, was. Right, I, I right. think I was just overwhelmed by the helmet and all that stuff, yeah. you know what I mean? So Tends to draw your eyes to it. No, yeah. but you're right, Preston. I mean, they didn't really, like, camera angle-wise, didn't show you. Well, in like, the first movie, in A New Hope, there is a scene briefly that they cut out of him and a wife beater, and that's... Uh, that would have really shown. Yeah, getting dressed in the morning. <laughs> no, but, like, maybe Where's a scene... my brown shirt? <laughs> it's in the hamper! Uh, he's 83 today. And the last birthday, Jamie Farr, oh. Corporal Klinger from MASH, celebrates his birthday. Klinger was always sort of the island when, because the, the show started to get too intense and too, you know, it got a little too aware of itself. But his character was always a laugh. Yeah, I agree. He was definitely uh, the the dress. You know, you can't. And the, go the, wrong the cool part that. was that during the progression of the show, he was cross dressing to get out of the army, but eventually he became. Um, he loved it. Yeah. So he was or- yeah. ordering for the finest cat. Absolutely. Yep. So he's uh, 85 yeah. today. Jamie Farr, happy birthday to everybody celebrating birthday. Today, let's see if we can get an answer to the stupid question. Uh, the In music, common time is also known as what? That's what we're looking for. The That's the answer we're looking for. 215-263-WMMR. And uh, let's see. I am going to go to John and see if we can get it. Hey, John, how you doing, buddy? Doing good. What's going on, guys? Excellent. John, do me a favor. Tell me what common time is also known as. 4-4 four, four time? 4-4. Four, four. Yeah, that's oh. good. Yep. Then what is hammer time? Hang on a second. You know what hammer time is. I mean, I don't have to explain that to you. I guess that's right. Uh, yeah, 4-4, four, four, which is a very common time signature, and, and sometimes it's just referred to as common time. So, John, hang on. We're going to get your information. And we are going to give you a four-pack of Saturday tickets for the Menard Chevy Show, July 12th through the 14th, Maple Grove Raceway. And you can visit maplegroveraceway.com for tickets and information. At the box office, Toy Story 4, number one, again, of course, uh, made over $57 million. Nice. Yep. Annabelle Comes Home was second. Then you had uh, Yesterday uh, debuted at third with $17 million. I do want to see that film. Uh, then you had Aladdin, The Secret Life of Pets 2, Men in Black International, Avengers Endgame is at number seven, followed by Child's Play, Rocket Man, and John Wick Chapter 3, Parabellum, rounding out the top ten. We'll start with this. After making it legal in Las Vegas with a post-Billboard Awards wedding, Joe Jonas and Sophie Turner made it romantic this uh-huh. weekend in Francais. Uh, the ceremony marked Jonas's and Turner's Second wedding after after the May ceremony, and this wedding comes after a rehearsal dinner in which the pair color coordinated red outfits. Aww. Yeah, on, uh, I've got lots of fashion stuff. So for you, Kathy. she's a, a uh, she's a lot more stunning than I had realized. I mean, I know she was a pretty woman, but um, in the pictures I saw from the wedding, she's uh, amazing. On Friday, the Game of Thrones star, the Jonas Brothers, including Kevin and his wife Danielle and Nick and his wife Priyanka Chopra. 
were spotted having the pre-wedding party in the south of France. Sophie wore a white fitted dress with a square neckline and gold heels. Her Game of Thrones co-star Maisie Williams was also spotted out. Sophie's BFF also served as the maid of honor. And Ashley Graham also attended. Uh, the pair and their bold-faced guests beat the heat wave in France all week by hitting the pool at the beautiful Chateau de Toro. The 249-year-old venue straddles 17 acres, is compromised of gorgeous mm. buildings, or comprised, not compromised, comprised of gorgeous buildings, <laughs> manicured greens, lush orchards, streams, and an 82-foot-long pool. Visit uh, Great Wolflage Paris. <laughs> uh, Preston, talking about that heat wave, oh it was God. supposedly so hot that storage facilities containing manure started to explode. Oh, my <laughs> God. Yeah. Okay. Mm. Oh and so my. it's a heavy-duty heat wave. I'm sure everybody was burning up. Is that the name of the song? Yeah, it's oh. the song. Was his best man one of his brothers? Uh... Uh, uh, let's find out. Please. Uh, their respective beach parties were also predictably off the hook. Oh. Jonas, who recently released the eagerly awaited Jonas Brothers reunion album, Happiness Begins, uh, uh, Happiness Begins, I'm sorry, celebrated his bachelor party in late May in Ibiza with brothers Kevin, Nick, and Frankie in attendance. There's a Frankie? Uh, I guess so. And uh, Sophie partied across Europe with Maisie and a crew of ladies hitting Spain, Prague, and Berlin but not before getting the party started at Jonas uh, uh, Jonas Brothers show in London. Uh, the 29-year-old singer, 23-year-old star, first linked in November of 2016, smooching at a Kings of Leon show in the ne- Kings of Leon show in the Netherlands. Uh, the reception was adorned with white florals, crystal accents, candles, lights, and gold decor, and inflatable guitars. Uh, several of <laughs> Of Joe's brothers, including Nick, Kevin, and Frankie, toasted the couple, according to reports. Guests grazed at open bars. <laughs> Graze is such a lovely word. And waiters distributed cocktails and champagne. Plus, We're wet, serving the slop. Plus wet towels because of the heat. Mm. Uh, Diplo hopped on to DJ at one point. Wow, what a, a magical weekend that was for all of them in the middle of a heat wave. <laughs> and the reception was immediately followed by an after party where guests enjoyed finger foods like french fries <laughs> and burgers plus more drinks. Steve, you'll enjoy this. Uh, Sophie Please. posted a nice photo on uh, Instagram. It's her and Nick. Uh, Nick? One, uh, yeah, yeah, Nick, Nick Jonas. Uh, yeah, Kissing uh, in the uh, Eiffel Towers in the background. Commenting on this Instagram post is Dr. Phil, of all people. <laughs> and he says, easy now. One week to go. Ha. See you at the wedding. No, that's Joe Jonas. It's Joe right. Jonas. That's actually. Joe Jonas. Yeah. Oh, Joe Jonas? Okay. I'm yeah. sorry. But uh, I, I bet he finger blasted her. <laughs> oh, my God. I mean, I'm a doctor. That's what I do. <laughs> yeah, of course. You know. So it's the sexual thing and a pap smear all in one. <laughs> and I, Dr. Phil apparently got an invite. Did he? Well, Dr. Yes, Phil got an invite. I'll in- see you there. He says, I'll see you at the wedding. Son of a bitch. <laughs> I'll be bringing two hamsters, a gerbil, and a rabbit. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Wow. Uh, You know, over in uh, Europe, obviously, they really get walloped by these heat waves because a lot of the buildings were built a long time ago and don't have any AC. AC. Oh, no. Yeah. You know, even the inverters and stuff that they now have are, are not... All over the place. Yep. All right. So, uh, so they did it. They had a great time. Yay! Everybody's happy. You know, a while ago it would have been, I think, sort of embarrassing to be hooked up with the Jonas Brothers, but they had a second, second career spurt, and here uh, you go. I'm a sucker for that. You're a sucker. There you go. Yep. 
Uh, Meghan Markle and Prince Harry appear to still be struggling with staff retention. Ooh. Uh, yeah, sounds like a bedroom yeah, issue, yeah. doesn't it? Yes, I'm scratching wildly on my testicles. I think I have staff retention. <laughs> According to the new report in The Sun, uh, the pair have hired a third nanny to uh, care for baby Archie after his previous two nannies quit. So what's the idea? Is, is Meghan Markle grinding them up? or, or well, are that's, they, it's that's just, just cuddlebutt, Steve. Uh-huh. But, you know, Do you believe that? Nobody knows if it's true. No, I just think they're trying to find the right person, but... I, you never know, but I, I don't think she's causing all kinds of problems. It's just fun for people to talk about. Right. Uh, Royal Watchers claim this is yet more evidence that uh, Megan is being difficult, or at least a difficult employer. After several other high-level defections among senior staffers in recent months, most notably Megan's personal assistant and their secretary. Megan, who married Harry last May, has been painted as a troublemaker in general. Rumors <laughs> of a feud between Megan and her sister-in-law, Kate, uh, have been simmering for months now after Meghan and Harry moved out of Kensington Palace to Frogmore Cottage. Frogmore Cottage. And split their official working duty. Could you imagine if you at home had to deal with a staff? So when you go home to relax at the end of a, the day, you have a... I mean, even though they're there for you, you're still juggling people and personnel. Do you know what I'm saying? I'd love it. You would? I would love it. <laughs> yeah? Absolutely. Just get all the crap done for me and, and hang out <laughs> and, and hey, feel free to go through the fridge. You know, it's okay. That's the trade-off. You're taking out the trash and you're, yeah. I'm, go I'm whatever good. in there. I'm good to top go. Top two shelves. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Just <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the top two shelves are yours. Megan and Harry. I'm sorry, Preston. That's no, all good. Go Me- ahead. Megan and Harry went to the uh, Sox-Yankees game at the uh, London Stadium over the weekend and they had... Um, <laughs> They had, it looks like they had a pretty good time. It's just interesting to see an American with a British prince at an American baseball game in London. The Queen was there yelling, Boston sucks. <laughs> <laughs> Boston sucks! Uh, she threw out the first pitch like in the naked like in gun. The naked gun. <laughs> <laughs> she put a real spin on it. Uh-huh. I love that scene. Actually, in the naked gun. <laughs> <She's>, <laughs> they go down with the Queen and their two slobs just sitting. <laughs> Come on, move it along, move it along. <laughs> Uh, Pretty Little Liars uh, star Jay Mitchell. Or is it Pretty Little Liars? Is it singular? Pretty Little Liar? Pretty Little Liar. Uh, I don't know. Just put Pretty Little Liar parentheses S. Okay, that'll work. Uh, So it is Pretty Little Liars. Jay Mitchell (laughs) managed to keep her pregnancy under wraps for six months, and the joyous news Uh. couldn't be more welcome as five months ago she shared news of her devastating miscarriage. Oh. Uh, She shared the news on Instagram, posting a tasteful topless pic in the caption. Uh, She asked, does this mean I'm allowed to dive into the carpool lane at all times now, or drive into the carpool lane, sorry, Uh, to which uh, we say yep. Uh, Mitchell also shared a video on YouTube revealing... That the day before, she participated in a video shoot that strategically didn't show her blossoming stomach. She said, when you're in the public eye, there are some things you uh, just want to keep secret until you feel ready. This, for me, has always, has been the hardest. Does this and it's going to be really fun and awesome when I'm not trying to hide it anymore. Does this upset you, Casey, because you're you're a big proponent of Liv Tyler showing her beef? Uh, no, no, no. It doesn't okay. upset me at all. All right. Um, I just, uh, I was thinking about that carpooling. <laughs> 
I wonder. So that they, that doesn't fly by the law if you're pregnant. I think people have tried to get away with that using the high occupancy lane. Mm-hmm. Uh, that doesn't hold water. Yeah, I think you have to have a uh, living human being outside of your <laughs> I think that's womb it. Yeah. in people, order for it to be considered. What? I'm sorry, press. People have um, put like mannequins and blow up dolls in the passenger. Yeah, I'm in the, the bizarre file all the time. <laughs> Absolutely. So could the guy from Total Recall who had Quato in him could now, he use that? <laughs> Yeah, that's like a conjoined twin. That's right. two people, yeah. right? You know, so. But he is a, he is a, a complete. Well, I don't know. I hope the law will address that eventually. I mean, if, <laughs> if they got pulled over, maybe Quato could talk to the cop. I got that guy. <laughs> going out for lunch. Your uh, fungus there says he's hungry. <laughs> I'm not a fungus. <laughs> Have a good day, sir, and, and fungus. I'm not a fungus. Did Quato, did he have, other than being, you know, brilliant, Yes. Uh, did he have any, like, powers or anything like that? <sighs> he could kind of read minds a little. He's right? That's what I thought. A little, I mean, yeah, yeah. little Yoda-like. Yeah. Yeah. Because uh, uh, he's talking I'm to Quaid. a little bit country and a little <laughs> bit rock and roll. Yeah. Puts his hands on Quaid's head. And, he, uh, had, he had one partial hand, right, that... Yeah. It so has he... been so long since I've seen that movie. Because... I just remember the chick with three boobs. No, that's Total Recall. <laughs> that's the yeah. same movie. Oh, it's the same, same movie. movie. Yeah. It is. But he can kind God, of read I get them all mind. mixed up. They do. They're easy to confuse. And he's pick, uh, predicting the future a little bit. Yeah. He's yeah. got power. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if I still don't know if that gets him in the HOV lane or not, but Right. Right? You would think so. Yeah. <laughs> Why has no one discussed this? Not one of the Democratic uh, <laughs> candidates discussed this during the debates, Nick. Where, where do they go wrong? I don't get it. You know, it's probably Chuck Todd's fault. <laughs> exactly. He didn't ask the question. Yeah, uh, they should bring it up at least. Yeah. Arnold's had it with all this. Consider that a divorce. Wow. <laughs> That's it. That's when he shoots her, right? Yes. Yeah. It's a great scene. Sharon Stone. Yes. Remember how hot she was in that movie? Super hot. She was, she was, uh, that's when she first came onto the scene. You're like, whoa. Yeah, yeah. So anyhow, <laughs> we were talking about Shay Mitchell being pregnant. Quato oh, <laughs> in the high occupancy list. <laughs> she said, I didn't want to come out on social media so early on. I'm going to be so happy when this comes out. I can't. I can be pregnant, like not suck my stomach in. <laughs> like... Uh, her famous friends shared their joy over the 32-year-old's new uh, news on social media. Uh, Troyan Belisario, who are these people? Welcomes a daughter with Patrick J. Abrams in October. Said, "Yes, Queen. <laughs> oh, yeah, Almighty. I'm so excited to be a mama with you. Do you know any of these people? And welcome this beautiful babe into the world. I don't know who that is, but there are a number of other. She's she's on. I guess she's on the show with her. I don't know." Anyhow, do but, they come from the world of like uh, Disney or Freeform or Janelle Parrish, who co-stars on Pretty Little Liars with Mitchell and Belisario, added, "Congrats, gorgeous." Uh, <laughs> while follow, fellow cast member Julian Morris commented a simple red heart emoji. Sasha <sighs> Pietari's Tercy Schaefer took her own Instagram story. Now, here's some names I know. Olivia Munn, Zoe Saldana, and Vanessa Hudgens. There you go. Also among the well-wishers, Mitchell is expecting her baby with her partner, uh, Maddie Babel. Matt? <laughs> it might as well be Quato. Is that a, a girl or a guy? She... I don't know. Okay. M-A-T-T-E. Uh, so I'm assuming that's Maddie. Maddie Babel. Matte Babel. I may be totally off on all of this. But uh, just, you know. Oh, now we know Take my word as gospel. All right, here's another little get-together. Zoe Kravitz and Carl Glusman tied the knot at her father Lenny Kravitz's home in Paris on Saturday. Wow, 
France was just hopping this week. They mm. all go to Paris to get married. It's the city. It's romance, it's man. It's the city of romance. The three-story, eight-bedroom, 18th-century mansion uh, is located in an exclusive corner of Paris and features a large side and back garden. People reports Len- this is his house, Lenny's house. He's owned it uh, for 13 years. Reportedly, does not allow guests to wear shoes. And blends traditional architectural features like a curving marble staircase and pop art artistic masterpieces from Andy Warhol and Jean-Benet Basquet. Yes, that sounds very much uh, like him. He's kind of a hippie dude. Does it have air conditioning? (laughs) I don't know, but he converted the cellar into a speakeasy stocked with Dom Perignon. Mm. And among those present were Zoe's mom, Lisa Bonet, and stepfather, Jason Momoa, plus Cara Delevingne and girlfriend, Ashley Benson, Chris Pine and girlfriend, Annabella Wallace. Marissa Tomei, Denzel Washington, and his Whoa. wife Paulette. Yeah, this is the. Now big that's one. the party I would have gone to over the Jonas Brothers and Zoe's uh, big. Lo- I don't know, man. I'm a big <laughs> Game of Thrones fan. I, uh, oh, true. Yeah, well, how many more people? How many people were there from Game of Thrones? Good point. It listen, sounded like there was just Maisie Williams and one or two others. Listen to who else was there? Zoe's big little Eli's co-stars: Laura Dern, Nicole Kidman, Reese Witherspoon, and Shailene Woodley. Okay, I would have gone to this. Yeah, <laughs> I would have gone to that. And Shailene Woodley. That's that is star-studded. Which one do you think Quata would have gone to? <laughs> Wow. He's not very social. He would have gone to the Jonas Brothers. Yeah, maybe so. Uh, Zoe and Carl also toasted uh, to their love Friday night with family members and friends at the restaurant La Peru in an epic rehearsal dinner. Zoe first revealed her engagement during a 2018 interview with Rolling Stone, casually saying, oh, yeah, I'm engaged. Is Zoe... So is Zoe the daughter of... Lisa and Lenny? Yeah. I believe so, yeah. How about that? You forget about that. Yeah, she looks very much like a combination of Lisa Bonet and Lenny Kravitz. I also, Preston, you had back-to-back stories of Big Little Lies and Pretty Little Liars, and I get those two confused all the time. Me too. Yep, yep. Big Pretty Little Liars. And I didn't even know what those shows are about. Big Little Liars. Just the names I get confused. Yeah, Big Little Lies (laughs) is the one that you would like. That's the one on HBO. It's in its second season. Meryl Streep's in it now, and it's the, the very rich women in... Uh, Carmel and and Pebble Beach near Pebble Beach. Okay, they, they get into uh, a murder mystery. I gotta and I gotta watch that. So Kim Kardashian, you thought we were gonna get oh, out of this, holy right? God, we just almost eked out. I could have, I could have skipped it, but why though? Yeah, yeah, right, exactly. Uh, <laughs> she so killed her, a senator. No, her decision to name her new line of shapewear kimono has drawn backlash. We've talked about it from near and far, though. The latest critic is the mayor. Of Japan's Kyoto. Oh, come on. In a letter posted to the city's website, yeah, Mayor, stupid bitch. Uh, Mayor Dasaki Kadokawa uh, writes Dear Miss Kim Kardashian West, I'm writing this letter to convey our thoughts on kimono and ask you to reconsider your decision of using the name kimono in your trademark. Kimono is a tradi- traditional ethnic dress fostered in our rich nature and history with our prede- predecessors' tireless endeavors and studies. And it is a culture that has been cherished and passed down with care in our living. Also, it is a fruit of craftsmanship and truly symbolizes sense of beauty, spirit, and values of Japanese. Okay? So he that's all I had to say about that. <laughs> so, so what? Stupid. So you want to wear a kimono. You want to have a kimono company. You want to call your thing kimono because your name is Kim. What's the big deal? Who cares? I, I don't care. What the deal is that? What's the deal with kimono? <laughs> all right. Uh, so the music is very soothing. Isn't it, though? It is very zen-like. It oh. is. Hey, I think I'm uh, going to punch your teeth out. <laughs> 
All right, so uh, everybody needs a summer break, even judges. Yeah. And uh, the blast reports that lawyers for both Johnny Depp and Amber Heard were in court in Virginia on Friday to argue over a motion to dismiss the case, which Heard's attorneys believes belongs on, in another state. Depp's team says the domestic violence op-ed she wrote, which sparked the $50 million defamation suit, appeared in the Washington Post, which is printed in Virginia. The judge said that he'll have an opinion soon, but he's going on vacation, and it's going to have to be when he gets back. Do you think they will? there will be a dismissal in this case? Do you think they will come to terms? I have no idea. Because he's Not definitely the on the warpath about this op-ed, yeah. which he believes reignited all the controversy. Yeah, he might have a case. It's, it's possible. I mean, they, they it was over, right? It was over. And then she, uh, well, nothing's over. Nothing's over. over. <laughs> Your Honor. Yeah, so I posted the court. Nothing's over. Are you Johnny's lawyer? Yeah, yeah. Oh my god. So I don't know, but this is gonna get litigious. <laughs> it's not gonna get bloody. Yeah. It's gonna get litigious. Anytime, day or night, call me Rambo. Yeah. For the law. What if you're not licensed? I am the law. <laughs> or not? I represent the law in a way because I'm what the British would call a barrister. Okay. <laughs> Would you say that this case has legs? I said it has one leg! Because I can't feel the other leg! I've been kicking my own ass. Yeah. <laughs> but what if you're not licensed in their state? Uh, sorry, Tennessee? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Missouri. Missouri. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah. Uh, the judge said he'll have an opinion soon when he returns from vacation. Uh, the initial trial date was set for February 3rd, 2020. Uh, so we'll see where that ends up. Ah, <laughs> uh, man, that's. Uh, it'll be curious to see uh, how this turns out and if there is money exchanged yeah. uh, for this. Yep. Hey, Disney is developing a live-action Little Mermaid movie, and uh, casting is in its final stages. Variety reports that Melissa McCarthy is in early talks to join as Ursula, the villain. Can I she think she'd think? be a, a pretty good choice for that. Did you great. see The Descendants too? Uh, yeah, they flirt with the uh, Little Mermaid story. Yeah, right? yeah, 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 absolutely. Yeah, the daughter of of Ursula is the the villain in that one. So made a hell of an octopus. Uh, and they have the third one coming out. You know, yes, I know. They've been promoting. I watched that. the. Uh, I, I tuned into some show I never watched to watch the uh, the video. Yeah. that announces the third movie, Descendants Three. Yeah, yep. uh, I follow she... the entire cast on Instagram. <laughs> but can she sing? She can. Ursula has a singer. big, big song. Oh, Melissa it. McCarthy? Yeah. I thought you were talking about Dove Cameron. No, no. Um, I know Dove Cameron can sing. Uh, that's a good question. I don't know. All Maybe she can. Disney crew can sing. Yeah, well, I don't know if they're... Well, yeah, Little Mermaid is a musical. What the hell am I talking about? Of course, they got lots of songs in there. So, yeah, she would have to sing. Did anybody see Dumbo? Nope. No, I have it on Blu-ray. All right. I haven't watched it yet. I'll let you know. Come and watch it. Tell um, me how you think. Rob Marshall is directing this, and uh, Lynn uh, manuel Miranda is going to be writing the music for it. Wow. That's pretty impressive. All right, um, one more thing. Mark Wahlberg is reportedly in talks to replace Chris Evans in uh, Antoni- Antoine Fuqua's Infinite. Oh, I don't know anything Anton about Antoine Fuqua, who, who directed um, uh, Training Day, did he not? Okay. Yeah, yes, and I think out. he did maybe one of the Equalizers. There's a movie called Infinite. Uh, uh, he's he's real a really good director. Works Mark well with Denzel. Wahlberg is in talks to replace Chris Evans, and Paramount's release. Uh, excuse me. Date for the action flick is now August seventh, twenty twenty. The casting switch up is due to Evans's inability to commit to the shooting schedule. The studio had him. Studio had in mind. So, uh, Mark Wahlberg. I'm curious to see what uh, a post 
Marvel Universe will bring for Chris Evans. Yeah. Because he's been in some really good stuff. He played a really slimy guy in the movie The Iceman. Do you remember that? Oh, yeah. And it was nothing like a Chris Evans role, but it was really good. He was brutal. Yeah. He was was a really evil hitman in that. And and he was great in the movie Gifted, too. Yeah. It's a sweet movie. He's a solid actor. But you're right. Shaking that character... Can be kind of tough sometimes for somebody who's taken on a big one, but you know he's talented, so he should be good. All right, let's um, let's do the clips now. So, Good Trouble is the spinoff to of uh, the Fosters, uh, featuring Kelly and Mariana relocating Los Angeles for a fresh start. And here, Maya Mitchell and Sierra Ramirez explains how their characters have grown up. We got this. Yep. Okay. They're both post-college. Mm-hmm. They moved to L.A. together. My character, Mariana, is working as a software engineer at a tech startup. Yes, and Callie is mm-hmm. clucking for a conservative judge. So I guess they're both kind of thrown into the adult world and realize mm-hmm. very quickly that it's not going to be as breezy. Yes. What the f*** is this? All right, so this girl, one of the girls, who is this? This uh, is Maya Mitchell. I Maya, she she is. she's from, yeah, because she was in Teen Beach 2. <laughs> Teen Beach 1 and 2, Preston. Oh, okay. She's yeah. in both of oh, Teen Beach movies. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, yeah, she looks familiar. She's, yeah, she's uh, cute. Very beautiful. Um, so, Good Trouble, whatever that is, is on tonight at 8 o'clock on Freeform. Set your DVR. All right, let's do the next one. <laughs> Divorce takes a comedic but realistic look at the life of a couple living together as they go through their divorce. In this clip, Sarah Jessica Parker discusses why she chose uh, this focus on this topic. I thought that there was something really interesting to explore that there's lots of television shows about families and marriages and they're for the most part very buoyant and often you know really cozy and that i was interested in this other portrait and that all of us know somebody who has contemplated divorce how do we talk about these big adult interesting themes and how do they relate to other people anyway uh season three of divorce Premieres tonight at 10 o'clock, and that's on HBO. Honeymoon in Las Vegas was on last night. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Sarah Jessica Parker looks phenomenal yeah. in that movie. She's a beautiful woman. Yes. Um, and in L.A. Story, she looks gorgeous in that, too. So, uh, But she does have a... a An equine. Why, why the long face? <laughs> why the long face? <laughs> exactly. All right, and there you go. That's what I got in uh, <laughs> Entertainment Report for you this morning. That's a lot of entertainment, but we got more coming. Billy Bob Thornton is actually going to be on our show this morning. The Box Masters, his uh, group, is going to be performing at the Sellersville Theater on July 7th. So he's giving us a call to uh, promote that, which is uh, cool. Our friends from Dunkin' Donuts stopping by today and uh, more. So we're going to take a break. We'll be back in just a moment. Make sure you hang with us on this Monday as we keep it moving along with you. What's new? Glad you asked. Rival Sons. The Revivalists. New music. More of everything that rocks. On 93.3 WMMR. Taking that midnight train to Memphis. Chris Stapleton on 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. Welcome back Monday. Uh, the week of Independence Day. We have a short week this week, and hopefully you do too, but that means our Word of the Week prize is going to be that much easier to win. It's a three-letter day this or three-letter word this week, and we're going to give away ten Fandango movie tickets to see Avengers Endgame and a bunch of Avengers merch, so don't miss your opportunity on that. 
Let's see if we're moving or not. We got to look at traffic. Kathy, what's up? 95 southbound jams from Academy to Cotman and then uh, from Naaman's Road to Harvey Road where we have right lane construction that's set up there. Uh, northbound jams from Naaman's Road to 320 uh, and then on the Schuylkill Expressway eastbound. We're slowing from Montgomery into the Vine. Westbound University or Vare Avenue to South Street. The Boulevard out to Belmont and then the Blue Road uh, to Gulf Mills. 422 eastbound slowing from Oaks to 2330 bypass eastbound. Uh, we've got some volume building here. Reeseville Road to 113 uh, on the Blue Route northbound is Jam McDade Boulevard to Route 1. Uh, and then in uh, New Jersey, 295 northbound between Olden and 33. We've got that jackknife tractor trailer. The left lane is closed. That's what's causing the delay. 195 westbound in Hamilton Township. Uh, 295, we've got a jackknife tractor trailer there as well. 42 freeway northbound, heavy from the Atlantic City Expressway to 295. 55 northbound, jams Deptford to 42. And then in Delaware, Route 1 southbound at 13. An overturned truck still in the right lane. The accident scene just before the William Roth Bridge. This traffic report brought to you by the University of the Sciences. Learn how University of Sciences graduates are proven in healthcare and science careers by attending a summer open house. Visit usciences.edu slash summer open house. And that's your traffic on 93.3 WMMR. Thanks, Kathy. So a uh, week of the 4th of July Independence Day. Casey's birthday as well. Big week this week. Yes. And I need to find, and I figured this would be a good week to do it, an America, a tie that looks like an American flag. Uh, because we have six guys from Sweden who are staying at our house. <laughs> Uh, my wife's nephew, and, and they're all like 22, 23 years old, and his five buddies are all staying at our house, and one of the guys, Eric, just wants to be as American as he can possibly be, and he loves to wear ties, and he wants an American flag tie. Oh, my God. And I could yeah. probably get one on Amazon and have it here tomorrow, but I wanted to see if anybody knew where you might be able to find one. Yeah. In, oh, there's in I'm, thinking, I'm, I'm because, thinking of like little like souvenir shops in the city. You yeah, know, maybe. Like, like that a little... might be it, because we went by, you know, like Target and Kohl's, and we couldn't find oh, that. Oh, you know what? They have, have a whole section. What's that? They have a whole section. Um, Target. You just said Target. They have a whole section of that. It probably, at this point, is sold out, but I, okay. they had ties. Yeah. Oh, Walmart didn't have that, but Walmart did have a a cardboard cowboy hat made out of, like, Bud Light boxes <laughs> that Eric bought. Because and he wanted a Bud Light. He's like, dude, what? Are we going to drink Bud Light? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, oh, so funny. Oh, that's great. So damn funny. Did you give him any of your uh, Play Gloria? Thing? No. Okay, no, but we did get him some Bud Light. Okay, and uh, um, they'll probably come be coming by here tomorrow. So I need American flag uh, footwear and Brooks Running Company. Unfortunately, I, they have a Stars and Stripes. Running sneaker, I wouldn't run in them. Uh, but the problem is they don't have them in 4E. Like they, they just don't exist. Mm. And they are beautiful, beautiful sneakers. So you should get those for okay for, them. for Eric. Yeah. Um, we were the the the, the full Fourth of July stuff is starting to happen. Also, I wouldn't mind finding some fireworks displays that might be happening before the fourth because they're leaving on the third. Oh. There were some last well, night. Preston, yeah, yeah. Do I have tell. a whole list for you. Really? Yes. Okay. <laughs> any, any, some firework activities. <laughs> firework activity. Yes, where are you detonating things? Funny you ask. I'll pull it up. Keep talking. Okay. But yeah. uh, there right. are a bunch that are happening before. Well, I did see the story that Steve sent over, and I don't know the validity of this because I saw a fireworks tent yesterday in mm-hmm. Skipback. Now, Mind you, they're they're just like the fountains and sparklers and stuff. It says fireworks with big explosive graphics <laughs> yeah, and stuff. A picture of Hiroshima. Uh, it's cheese ball stuff. But the tents selling the okay, here it is. The aerial fireworks uh-huh. have disappeared as the result of a court ruling in Harrisburg. 
and they won't be reappearing before July 4th or any time this summer, apparently, as the legislature has put off action on a bill that could have made them legal again. So Now, these are the roadside tents. These are not the established... In the Acme parking lot, that kind of yeah. stuff, which is like sparklers yeah. and, 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 and low-level stuff, right? Yeah. No, that, well, those are the ones that are there now, but but they, they could sell the aerial fireworks, the ones that, you know, shoot up into the air right. in tents. I, no. I didn't realize so, that. Uh, I think Phantom Fireworks and Sky King Fireworks are the ones where it's like a... What do they call that? Brick and mortar yeah, store. It's a store. Yeah, as opposed to a tent. But these tents pop up for the season, and they make it easy for you to go pick them up. So we're sh- talking Roman candles. We're talking things that shoot up bottle into the air. Bottle rockets all right. and all that stuff. All right. and, and mortar shells. All right. Um, so these are these are not going to be around. They're still not legal yet. All right, but you still even at the Phantom and Sky King with the Pennsylvania license, you can't go in there. No, you can. You now. can now. Yeah, you can. You can get those in the oh. stores, from what I understand. Well, right? you know, you're right because I, I got. I'm fireworks. totally confused. It like, happened a year or two ago. Yeah, I got I got a birthday present last year, and it was fireworks that was like from Phantom or whatever. Okay, uh, and it was bought by somebody with the Pennsylvania license. So the the law now that is in place forbids the sale of aerial fireworks in the tents. In the tents, and the tents are good because they can they just pop up in areas that are nearby you, convenient, as opposed to you have to go all the way to this place to huh. the the big aerial. Fireworks. Now, in the article, what they were saying is that it means many many. Uh, dollars worth of lost revenue yeah. for the uh, yeah. state. It said the roadside tents proved to be a cash cow for the state, but Commonwealth Court late last year declared them illegal. So I guess they were they were going for a little bit, and the state has since taken a substantial hit in tax revenue, according to the Pennsylvania Department of Revenue. Huh. Uh, those losses will continue through July 4th weekend because of the state legislature preoccupied with the Race to approve a new budget by July 1st did not act on a bill that called for changing the law to allow tents to operate. All right, I have three spots for you. I'm sure that there are more, and I can do... These uh, are fireworks activities. Yes. Yeah, I can do a little more research, but um, I'll start out with one. I've said it year after year, and if you've never been there, you don't understand, but Concha Hawkins' uh, fireworks display is absolutely amazing. Okay. And it's on July 3rd. They always do it the night before. They're going to be gone. Oh, they're gone. They're I thought leaving you... on the 3rd. Oh, they're leaving on the 3rd. Yeah. Oh, shoot. Okay, you need I... one... Uh... Tonight, tonight or tomorrow? Tomorrow night. That's it. Yeah. Okay. Let me. Let Sorry, me. Sorry, I'm looking. so last minute. All right, I'm going to go to a call real quick here. I'm going to go to Katie, who can help me out with the tie. I think. Hey, Katie, how you doing? Hi. Good morning. Sorry to bother you at work. It's all good, Katie. What do you want to recommend? So, Party City uh-huh. uh, should definitely have ties. Yeah, and that's actually a good point. Yeah. Five below two. Okay. Um, they're usually good for things like that. All right. Um, and- uh- that's what I can help you with. All right. Thank you, Katie. Appreciate it. Have uh, you tried uh, Lane Bryant? No, I haven't tried Lane Bryant yet, <laughs> but they have a lot of stuff. They do have. Uh, I was thinking you'd probably want something a little more higher quality than something made out of paper. Party City. <laughs> right. But it just might do the trick. Sure. So. Um, but you know what? I It's funny because reading this story this morning, there was a time when, when shooting off my own fireworks was so much fun and a big deal, too, especially when I was a kid and even the parents got into it. But... I really don't care about it anymore. I, I used to love it. It was so much fun. Years ago, it meant the world. And I remember growing up, Mr. Foley was a uh, computer uh, salesman, even at that time, you know, with the punch cards and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And he'd go down south a lot. And it was like a scene. It was basically the fireworks equivalent of Narcos. He'd come back. He'd, you know, go to the back of the car, open up the trunk, and everyone would come over with their money, and he would... 
Get out. I swear. He was selling him out of his trunk? People had sort of put their orders in because wow. he was the fireworks mule. Yeah. Did he go down to... usually somebody. Yeah, yeah and, and he got, you know, this real deal stuff. I'm sure nothing that would be illegal sold out of a tent these days. Right. Nothing that would be legal, I should say. It was usually South Carolina, right? Like yeah. South Carolina, yeah. south of the border. Yeah, because if it's funny, my, my friend Justin Uberti growing up, who grew up to be a computer engineer. <laughs> maybe What is it with computers I, and I fireworks? Know. But he, and his mom was so strict, but he had a box. And I don't know if he would have them shipped or go down to get them or both, but he hid it in some corner of his closet. <laughs> and this guy, like, for as much of a genius as he was, he was such a pyro, and, and he, but he would get the good stuff. Yeah. He'd, he'd get the goods. And, and so if you wanted to do fireworks, you do it with Justin. Which is, to your point, Preston, there's nothing... I mean, I love to go down on the Delaware and see that display. That, by the way, if you want to, the Mashaloo is a great place. If you have dinner there, you can go up on deck and watch it. How are you going to beat that with in the backyard with your bottle rocket? It's just astonishing. I guess it's the thrill of doing it yourself. You know, I did that. You know, I yeah. Mean, so, but but listen, there are some neighbors nearby me that that buy the big. Do they? Uh, yeah, they get the mortars, and every now and then you'll see them going off, and you're like, okay, that's that's real deal fireworks. It's not as much as you would see. In a community display yeah. where they spend thousands and thousands of dollars. I to heard get that some done. last night. I don't know exactly where they were coming from. So did I. Because sometimes they're, you know, it's concussive and it can be miles and miles away. But they were relatively near my house in Villanova last yeah. night. Also, didn't know that dogs freak out. Oh, they hate them. Uh, yeah. So yeah. I have dogs now. Our dogs are a year and a half old, and uh, <laughs> so we're we're just finding out that the fireworks drive them yeah. bonkers. So there is a thing, and they sell it on TV. I'm sure you've seen the ads. You can go to any pet store. It's sort of like a, almost like a compression yeah. vest that they wear that will calm the dog down. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, uh, Nick, if you can look up the name of it, but they actually really? were. Yeah. My old neighbors used to have something, I, I guess a, a Mastiff maybe, a huge dog. Yeah. They were at our house one fourth of July hanging out, and the dog was at home, and they put the dog in the basement. The dog clawed its way through the door, <laughs> broke through the door. Damn. Broke well, through I guess the if you door, got a mastiff, yeah. then blew, blew through the screen windows. <laughs> oh, my oh my god! And was on a rampage. I mean, I felt so bad for this animal sure. running around in abject horror. We well, yeah. thought the world was ending. Exactly, <laughs> yeah. and you can't turn to yeah. the dog and go, "It's just fireworks, Fido." Relax. Yeah. My yeah. dog would go to the bathtub, believe it or not, for for fireworks. And Caldon, and- take me away. <laughs> and- well, it's crazy. Lights like like candles. And, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, they feel comfortable in the. A lot of people put the dogs in the uh, in the bathtub. No, I don't put them in there. He he would go there himself. Well, well like, there you he, go. Like he knew it he was jumped like, to the chase. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Some people are suggesting uh, minor league ballparks, Preston, for fireworks, and th- that's a good All suggestion. Right. Um, the Iron Pigs in Lehigh Valley don't have a home game until Wednesday, so that that doesn't do you any good. I'm checking mm-hmm. to see if uh, the Reading um, Fighting Phils have one here. Uh, Melissa has a, a suggestion. Hi, Melissa. Good morning. Good morning. How are you guys? Awesome. What's up, Melissa? Um, there's fireworks tonight at East Bradford Township. They're having their independence and concert tonight. Oh. Boom. All right. And where is that? Um, in Chester County. It's in Chester County. Okay. I'll see how far that is. Thank you, Melissa. I appreciate the heads up. No problem. Come out, get some good food. I'll be there with my barbecue truck. Nice. Between the songs of Richard Marks. What's the name of your truck? Eminem. 
um, barbecue and smoked meats. M&M, barbecue, and smoked meats. All right, thanks, Melissa. That's very American. See ya. It's right, at, uh, in between Downingtown and Westchester, so that might okay. be a little far for you guys, yeah, but yeah. you could do it. Yeah, but it might be worth it if they so want to see fireworks. They're going to head to where they're leaving from here is they're going up to New York City, and I said, well, they'll definitely oh, have yeah. a fireworks display by the Statue of Liberty, I would imagine, yep. on, on the 4th. So That can't beat the Chester display. Of course not. <laughs> or the conch. Come on, man. I want Because there are, on the 4th of July, obviously, fireworks everywhere. But up and down the Jersey Shore, every shore town has fireworks. And I wonder, like, how far out you need to go into the ocean in order to see all of them. Uh, because probably they- Ireland? <laughs> no. No, but, like, that, I mean, they, they also stagger the times, right? So you could um, kind of make your way up and down the coast and catch them cool. all. Fireworks yeah. over the water. It's oh, an awesome experience because you get the mirror effect of the water. Yeah. yeah we had uh, we, we know some friends who have a, a lake house. It's uh, up towards uh, Scranton. And uh, welcome to Scranton. Scranton. And on opposite sides of the lake, they will get um, two houses that kind of have dueling fireworks displays. That's awesome. And they get, and they buy the big mortars. Yeah. And the, you know these guys will shoot off four or five of them. And then the other side of the lake, they'll pop a few of them off. And then they keep going back and forth like that. That's pretty neat. Are there any uh, underwater or water-resistant fireworks? I know the word used to be you could drop an M80 in the water. Oh, dude, we used to. Oh, there absolutely. Is there bottle any- rockets? I mean, if you if you shoot them, if you get the ones with the report, if you would time it just right, where you could arc it up and it would shoot down into the water. We used to do it at night, and and, and, and it would go to the water. You would see it go bloop, and it would uh, it would of course light up and everything it was cool. Now, what we didn't really think about as kids is we're just polluting. polluting. This yeah. Lake. <laughs> yeah. Why are the stupid dead fish on the shore this morning? There, there are ones that I used to love to throw into the water, and I think they were called the the blossom or the fire blossom or something like that. And essentially, it just looks like a um, a long, thick firecracker. And when you would light it, it would spin around really, really fast, and it would create this thing. It almost looked like a like a rose. Oh yes, and it would change colors. It would go from green to those. red to blue. If you threw them in the water. It would do the same thing. It wouldn't go out. It wouldn't go out huh. underwater because once it once it ignites, yeah. it's going to keep going. Like a flare. But I look back at how much we polluted That's that wrong. lake. That was so stupid. Didn't even think about it. Look at that. That looks awesome. That's you why know. you go to your neighbor's lake to do it. That's yes. what you do. Uh, let's see. I'm going to go to Nick. Hi, Nick. Good morning. Hey, how's it going, guys? Good, buddy. What's up? So I tell you what. Last year we went to the Newark, Delaware uh, at the college, University of Delaware. Mm-hmm. We went to their fireworks display, and it's a pretty big display. I mean, it's for the whole. It's it's huge, but it's probably fifteen minutes maybe. But then the following weekend last year, we ended up going to the Philadelphia Union's fireworks. Yeah, and they are bad. I'm no telling kid. you, they they are bad. Listen, so bad is in good. Uh, yeah. Oh, they're awesome. Okay. That P H A T. Right. Yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, so check it. So check it. At the end of the game, you just migrate down towards that side of the stadium. You look up over the bleachers, and there's barge out there, man. And I'm telling oh. you, the quality of the fireworks are so awesome. Now they don't okay. go necessarily as high, but they're beautiful. And because they don't go so high. They're so much closer. Okay. You can just feel it in your chest. You can feel it in your throat. Nick, I mean, Nick, what, what what day? Do you know what day this is this year? July 6th, I want to say. It's either Saturday or Sunday, but I'm pretty sure it's July All right, 6th. so after the 4th, obviously. I, yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right, and thanks. I saw a promotion, something about $5 tickets. I'm not sure what the promotion is, 
But I mean, for five bucks, it's amazing. But even if you just went, you don't have to go to the game. Just show up for the fireworks out in the parking lot. Screw the yeah. team. Yeah. That's the new promotion. Yeah. Forget oh, yeah. the game. <laughs> <laughs> and go to the Philadelphia No, no, it, it sounds cool. I had I no idea what was going on. Yeah, if they were playing, we definitely go. These uh, The Swedes that are staying with us are way into soccer. I'd yeah. love to take them to a game like yeah, that. Yeah, he, he was right, uh, July 6th. Um, however, Preston, every night this week, Dorney Park has a fireworks team. <laughs> That, and I'm up that go. way. Yeah, That's dude, take him to Dorney. That could be cool. Go ride the rides. It's the uh, uh-huh. Celebrate America Week, and uh, it starts today. Starts on the first, and it goes all week long. And they have uh, the the best, uh, the biggest display on the fourth itself. But um, all week long, there's stuff at Dorney. Oddly enough, and if you're just tuning in, we have all these Swedish guys that are staying with us right now. Six of them are house. You know where they and Rochelle is taking them, and where they want to go today. Lancaster County. Yeah. Uh, there you go. What yeah. is it about? We talked about this. They, they want the Amish. They want to draw the Amish. They want to see the Amish. And so we're like, all righty then. We'll take you out there. So they're headed out there today, which is pretty cool. You know, you should just you should take them to Limerick and just tell them that they're yeah, this, this is, is the, Lancaster. Yeah, this is like, see those cooling towers? D- um, D- Amish built them. The Amish built that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, let's... Give them all the wrong information. Oh, yeah. The Amish are big into nuclear power. They don't like zippers. I have, but... a, lot of, I have a lot of people that are, are giving information on American flag ties. So <laughs> let me go to... I didn't even think of this one. Let me go to Mark. Hey, Mark, good morning. Hey, how's it going, guys? Good. What's up, buddy? July, I know you guys have off. Enjoy the rest of the week when you have off. Thank um, you. There's a little old lady down right at Fourth and Market. She's been alive for about... 225 years. Uh, her name's Betsy Ross. I think you might be interested in taking those guys down there, maybe. Oh, the Betsy Ross house? Yeah, well, she's still making them. She's still alive. You didn't know that? No, uh-huh. I did not know that. And she makes the ties? Yeah, well, she, you know, she's got to change with the times, get up with, you know, yeah. the uh, 20th century, 21st century, and stuff like that. So, yeah, <laughs> she changed with the wrong time. It takes <laughs> a long time to make it, though, and uh, it might end up with holes in it, you know. But you might yeah. wanna, Do you know for a fact that they actually sell the ties down there? I have no idea. Okay, I was wondering. Yeah, you're just taking a guess. Yeah, right, thank you, Mark. Appreciate it, man. You'd, 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 you'd drive into the city. You'd go over to Betsy Ross' house, and they'd throw a cigarette at you. No, get no out ties. of here, stupid time. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but uh, all right, well, we'll find one somewhere, which is cool. Um, so nice that uh, there are some fireworks displays that are taking place this week. Some people are, are texting in and letting us know where we can go check them out. Wawa Festival, the Wawa Welcome America. That's uh, tomorrow, yes. Yeah, let me, it's going on now, Those actually. Are always good. Let me go to Dot. Hey, Dot, how you doing? Hi, how are you? Good. What's up, Dot? Yes, I was looking at the uh, schedule for all the events for the Wild Wild Festival, and it's saying tonight at Penn's Landing, the U.S. Army Band and the fireworks display starts at 8 o'clock. Bingo. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> Love it. Thank okay. you, Dot. <laughs> Thank you. Appreciate Have a good holiday. By the way, Thank you. you too. Tomorrow is uh, Wild Wild Hoagie Day. And the free hoagie at noon is going to be taking place on Independence Mall. Uh, actually, it's right by the Constitution Center. I guess that whole area. That whole area. That area. Mall. Yeah, it's great. Mall. Yep. Uh, so, so much fun. Uh, Casey and I will be hosting it, and uh, you should come by tomorrow. It should be uh, pretty cool. Weather's going to be good. It's going to be warm, though. The uh, Phils are out of town until after the All-Star break. They have uh, three-game series in Atlanta, and then the Mets, and then the All-Star games next week. But the fireworks show is fantastic. Have you ever seen the, the yeah. one in the ballpark? And that, so that's not until next weekend. So if you miss any of the ones that are around Philly uh, in the suburbs this week, you can go to the 12th or the 13th at the ballpark, and those are two games against the Nationals, and they have earlier games those nights, so you can see the fireworks afterwards. I wonder what a top-level fireworks company charges for a display like you would see uh, over the Delaware. I, it's got to be six figures, right? 
Is it? I would think so. Like, I, I don't know. Definitely five. I yeah. mean, for sure. It's in the tens of thousands for sure. I mean, Wildwood has them every single Friday night in the summertime. It's not, it's definitely like pared back. Where do they launch them from? Uh, in right in between both of Maurice Pierce. Okay, so on the ocean side, mm, not on the bay side. Not on the bay side. Okay, yeah. Are the the ones for Fourth of July? Are they any good? Because like some of the other short towns are kind of blah. I agree. Their their Fourth of July ones are better than their Friday night ones. Okay, right. The Friday night one, it's just it's a cool thing. Yeah. to be able to walk out and like and so like we're pretty far away from you know the fireworks and so we'll just walk out to the beach and we can see them, you know. So it's just kind of like a neat. You know, a little flourished, but they're not. Yeah, they're not crazy. No, but like the Friday, the the actual Fourth of July fireworks are good, and then also there's one that you can go see from uh, like the Delaware Bay and the Villas, and I don't know if that's actual Cape May fireworks or if it's the Villas fireworks, Um, but you kind of can't go wrong there. The River Sharks used to do it every Friday in the Uh summer, which was really cool. And now they don't even have a stadium. (laughs) They don't even have a stadium. Yeah. there's a lot, though. A lot of fireworks over the river. You know, you, sometimes you'll just be there. Uh, yeah. And, and you'll just catch it. What is this for? It's yeah. just, they just do them. Yeah. yeah. You know what? Another thing I would like to do is actually uh, fly in an airplane on the 4th of July and time it out perfectly so you can see the fireworks. I've, seen, all, them, I've yeah. seen them from the sky, but I have never, not on 4th of July, but I've seen a fireworks display from a plane. It is a different perspective. It's pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, have you ever seen drone footage where they'll yes. like, fly the drones into it? They yeah. did one. Of, amazing. They did one over the uh, last year over the Macy's oh, right. fireworks display over the river. Would you call and it amazeballs? Amazeballs. Totes balls. my goats. Yes. No, it, it's <laughs> something to witness, especially now with the tech. They can yeah. get all sorts of flyovers. I wonder if they could. You know what they ought to be able to do now? You Take think, a blimp? No, is to, is incorporate the drones into As, the display, like being able to carry yeah. some type of incendiary device and have it hover. That's a great like, idea. Like, like a giant sparkler or like yeah. a giant fountain that can hang and and have static, uh, you know, uh, showers of of sparks and things like yeah. that. In one Why spot. couldn't they do that? I bet you they're working on something like oh, that. Oh, that would be really cool. And now that I'm thinking about it, I wonder they've got like. This helicopter touring pigeons with hand grenades attached. Stop it, Steve! (laughs) Go on. I'm look at the thinking. (laughs) Pull the pins. Uh, I was going to say, uh, I was going to say, helicopter uh, touring companies that are in the area, like you fly. <laughs> They've got to do pigeons with hangers. Not him, oh, no. dude. <laughs> I'm, I'm done. Them. Ronaldo, go, Fly. go. <laughs> Tori, Pico, go. <laughs> what were you going to say? That was too much fun. Sorry, we no, 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 we no, did I pigeons agree. too much. <laughs> No, just, you know, get in a helicopter, God damn it! And, and <laughs> Of course you can. Yes. You probably could. You could probably, now though, obviously they're not going to fly you through yeah. the, uh, the, the no, range. No, no, no. But on the periphery, of course you could. Mm-hmm. My brother, for years, Secret Service. Uh, he uh, used to blow up well, pigeons. Well, they, they blow up pigeons. He don't have any. That's how you train. Uh, ISIS is just reprehensible in the way they use pigeons. No, the, uh, the deal is they would fly them around. This was after 9-11, and... Um, you know, for security purposes, they were monitoring everything, and he yeah. he he saw the whole display from the air. Wow, you know, it's 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 a cool thing. But from the ground, it's awesome. If you can be, by the way, if you can be near where the barge is, that is the yes, you guys, unbelievable. You guys ever get uh, some of the debris uh, falling down on yeah. you? Yeah, 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 yeah. Still charred, hot 
pieces of debris. One of the funniest things that ever happened. It was the fireworks display, Massapequa, Long Island. So there is a an elevated railroad system, and we all got our oh, lawn yeah. chairs and got on <laughs> Preston. The first boom, the first report of the of the first boom, the bats that were underneath the Oh my god. <laughs> and these little kids started running in all directions. It was hilarious. You know what we um uh, I had a problem last year with were cuz we watched the fireworks from the beach and whatever you call is people bringing their own fireworks and doing their own display as the fireworks display is going on. Can you please don't do that. Well, please, because it was like freaking my kids out. And then also I had to yell at the one guy because one of the fireworks kind of got away from him. Didn't necessarily go all the way up like the way it was supposed to. And then blew up. Their safety protocol is probably not the same as the professionals. So and, I, and I think you're probably right. In The police can only do so much. Right. So the police are going up and down the beaches and they can kind of see where the launch point is for these fireworks. But this one guy in particular, I saw him. He had his little backpack. Full of pigeons. Full of pigeons. Uh, and once he was done blowing those things up, he took the fireworks out. Right. But like you would see him, right? He, he would he would run out to the um, to the beach, light a firework, and then run back to the street. And I'm like, dude, listen, that's dangerous. Listen, you a hole. Whatever you have in your little backpack is not as good as what I'm watching down the street. And you're distracting me and all the other kids and families away from like the real fireworks display. So why don't you wait until it's over and then do it? You know what I'm saying? I know what you're saying, man. Pisses me off, man. <laughs> really? It, well, listen. <laughs> it was it, distracting you that much, a guy shooting a bottle rocket off? It's, oh, it's not. it wasn't a bottle rocket press. That's the well, thing. It, it's the, These aren't like... Preston doesn't understand. I don't. No, these, are, these were like real mortars. deal, like mortars and, and all. And, and, and the problem was it scared my children. So then... Why did it scare them? I don't understand. Because, dude, I'm telling you, like one went was, off... Because it was really close to you? It was... It, one didn't go all the way up. Okay. And I, that's all That's all they needed. Okay. That's all they needed because when it exploded, it exploded and actually hit the ground and all that sort of stuff. It, you, so. you were... You were- Afraid that he was not exercising the proper precautions to blow your children up. He, he was, was a scare. Scare. He was a scare. He yeah. was a completely a scare. Uh, Chuck is in here. I'm scared. In case I was planning on being that a hole for you for your birthday <laughs> this year. Really? That's that's what I got you for your birthday. I got you fireworks that we were going to do during the fireworks <laughs> on no, the you beach. Weren't. I absolutely did. Oh. <laughs> No, thank Chuck, you. You're good friend. I, I bought him out of the trunk. Oh, dear God, I made a huge mistake. I'll tell you what. Give him to Jackie Bam Bam or Bill Burns in our sales department. Their both birthdays are on. How the nice of Chuck to do that. I bought yeah. him out of the trunk of a car on Saturday. <laughs> did you really? I really did. Yeah, yeah. There's a place down the shore. They sell pretty decent stuff for your, for your like your home. You know, like like the legal home stuff. fireworks. Yeah. And I just turned to the guy and I'm like, "Do you sell?" Uh, bottle rockets, and he's like, uh, "Not legally." <laughs> and, and and then I was like, "Do you have any?" And and he's like, "Come on outside." And, and he had, I mean, the, my kid, I was with my son, and like he opened the back of the the car, and Spencer's eyes just went, "Whoa!" Wow. Like, Holy cow! And he's like, "I only get the best stuff." And he said, "He said the best way to do it is during the fireworks on the beach, you know, you because you won't get in trouble." Right, the, the police won't bother with you. Okay, yeah, you basically get like a two-hour window to set off your own stuff. Oh, well, that's you can, uh, you'll get in trouble with one well, person. Do you use heroin? <laughs> well, no, no. I mean, I, I understand because you've got all the the noise going on. It's the noise that will that will draw attention to. Oh, the noise! And the police the police will come to that. So if they've already got this display going on, yeah, they're I not suppose. gonna they're not really know, gonna know that you're doing that. Yeah, I, I guess like the the towns are okay with the noise for a couple 
hours yeah. or whatever yeah. it is. And that's that's part of the deal. There's yeah. just no way, much to the chagrin of the police, that they can be on top of all of these things, even in suburban areas. Mm-hmm. You know, people setting off fireworks displays. You know, it's 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 a it's a bad knife. But but then again, at emergency rooms, you have people coming in who have not used them properly. Getting injured, yeah, so. so I guess since Case doesn't want, I'll have to sell them out of the back of the <laughs> trunk of my car. Sell them in the parking lot. Just announce that you're selling them today. Hey, maybe make a profit. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, hang on, Dave uh, wants to go uh, on about the drone thing. Hi, Dave. Good morning. Hey, bud. How's it going? Good morning. Good morning. What's up, bud? So yeah, I put Roman candles on my drone last year and shot them off. <laughs> That's All actually right. pretty ingenious. How high up yeah, do you I, think you I, got I, it, Dave? I, it was probably about a hundred feet up in the air. All right. I, I zip tied. Two Roman candles, one on each leg, and took it straight up. I took it off the ground, maybe like five feet, lit them, and then shot it up real quick. So, so here's what you do: you That's have cool. the kind of rig? Do you have like a DJI drone where you can wear the uh, exactly. the V the VR um, goggles? He said yeah, exactly. I, well, I use I use I got the controller, so I have my uh, my iPad. Okay. To it. This was my older. I had the DJI Phantom Three. Now I got the. Oh, I know it all, man. I'm rocking that. Yeah, the one that I have has the uh, the VR goggles, so you wear them and you can. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So that's very cool, though. You can kind of do a strafing run over your guests, and it's yeah. very cool. Dave, when you're shooting them off, it doesn't affect the the flight pattern. It doesn't make the drone get out of control. No, it gives it a little bit of recoil, but not not too bad. Dave uh, Nixon, the uh, DJI parlance. He's a he's a noob. I'm so. a noob. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You got to get in, get the DJI Inspire one of I won't, but that's okay. Ro- Roman candles. <laughs> Roman candles don't have a whole lot of recall there or, or recoil. Nah. They just they kind of you know, so it's not kaboom or anything like that. Have you seen no worse than wind? Have Thanks, you seen Dave. some of the heavier rigs, some of the bigger drones that they use? The ones that Amazon is considering using for package delivery. You can attach machine guns to those things. They have done that. Mm-hmm. It's uh, it's pretty wild. Not that, that you should do that for the yeah, fourth. Yeah, do that at your Fourth of July <laughs> yeah, yeah. party. Why not? Look what I did. Crank it up a notch. I ran out of pigeons. All right. Well, <laughs> uh, so they. I guess at one point the the roadside tents were available for the aerial fireworks, but uh, it's they're not legal any longer, and uh, they may be next year. But as of now, that's not going to happen. So yeah. yeah. You got to head to the uh, excuse me the stores or the trunks <laughs> in cars and uh, get the ones that fly. So, but anyhow, listen. Thanks for all your calls. I know a lot of you guys are on hold. I got the information about uh, where to get the American flag tie and all that stuff and and where to see the fireworks. We appreciate it, uh, but we do have to take a break. So, anyhow, lots of celebrations going on this week, which is very cool. And uh, like we said, Hoga, uh, free hoagie day tomorrow with Wawa. Casey and I'll be hosting that at noon on Independence Mall. We'll be back in just a moment. And we are going to get to the B-File when we return. Stay with us. The Preston and Steve Show Podcast. 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. Red Hot Chili Peppers and Breaking the Girl on MMR. Preston and Steve Show. Monday morning. And nice today. 87 degrees and sunshine and even lower humidity levels than we had yesterday, which really weren't that bad. Uh, so it's going to be just a spectacular day. You could tell when uh, the weather broke, humidity-wise, we had a storm come through, and then it was blissfully wonderful. Absolutely. Hey, by the way, great day to uh, flip your calendar over to July. The President's Seed Calendar features the lovely Alexa as our uh, representative of the month of July. And uh, take a look while you're there. And if you think you've got what it takes to be in our calendar, we'd love to hear from you because we're looking for ladies to appear in the 2020 Totally Office calendar. 
Go to WMMR.com and you can click on contest or you can submit your info. And you can also text Calendar Girl, one word, to 39333 for a direct link to huh. that page. Yeah, so Calendar Girl to 39333, and we'll give you the information about how you could possibly end up in the pages of our calendar. Let's take a look at traffic, Kathy. What's going on this morning? 195 westbound in Hamilton Township between Hamilton Square and uh, 295. You are jammed. There was a jackknife tractor trailer. It's now gone. 295 northbound. Uh, and Trenton slows Olden Ave to 33. Uh, that earlier jackknife tractor trailer causing that delay as well. 42 freeway northbound. Heavy College Drive to 295. 55 northbound. Jams from 47 to 42 on the Schuylkill Expressway. Eastbound, you're slow. Uh, the Blue Route into Conshohocken and then from Montgomery to the Vine on the westbound side. Passyunk to University, the right lane blocked with an accident. The Boulevard out to Belmont, Blue Road to 202. 95 northbound slows the Commodore Barry Bridge to 320 southbound. Uh, heavy from Cotman through to Gerard, 420 to 320. And then Naaman's Road to Harvey Road, right lane construction in Claymont, Delaware. Uh, on 422 eastbound, you slow 29 to 23. Pennsylvania Turnpike westbound. Heavy Ben Salem to Fort Washington. On the Blue Road northbound, you're Jan McDade Boulevard to Route 1. This traffic report brought to you by Recovery Centers of America. Substance abuse impacted by personal trauma requires specialized care. Recovery Centers of America provides trauma-informed addiction treatment and can help you today. Call 1-800-RECOVERY. And that's your traffic on 93.3 WMMR. Thank you very much, Kathy. Real quick, I wanted to, to mention this because we were talking about the fireworks displays and I got a friend from my uh, buddy Jack who works over at the uh, um, Battleship New Jersey. Yes. Uh, and he said they uh, they have their decks open for the fireworks tonight and Thursday on the 4th and uh, the ship oh, opens cool. at 7 and Fireworks at 9.30 and just a $10 donation to get on board. And they have live music and uh, food and bar and all that stuff. Dude, that's, that'd be a spot to see it right Perfect. there. Perfect. And I love the, just taking a tour of the ship oh, in man. general is awesome. We do it and, like once a year. It's great. And you get to see the Philly skyline from that yeah. side yeah. On, the, yeah. on the deck of the ship. So that's a great idea. So, Jack, thanks for the heads up. I appreciate that. Hey, we're going to have Billy Bob Thornton on the program uh, around an hour or so from now. They're going to be playing his band, the Boxmasters at the uh, Sellersville Theater. So we'll talk to Billy in a little bit. In the meantime, we've got the Bizarre File to do. Now, bizarre. WMMR presents bizarre. Kristen and Steve's Bizarre, bizarre File. All right, this morning it is brought to you by Rita's Water Ice. The five-layer gelati is back at Rita's. Add an extra layer of custard to your favorite gelati. Only at Rita's and only for a limited time. We'll begin with this story. Florida authorities are searching. For a burglary suspect who has been wryly christened as a modern-day hamburglar. You should hear what he does. He allegedly broke into two restaurants, cooked himself a snack before stealing from the establishments. So Sheriff's Office... just rubbing salt on the wound. ...released surveillance photos of the man on his Facebook page on Friday. He most recently used a brick to smash the door of a Wendy's in Jensen Beach, started up the grill, and cooked himself a burger... <laughs> And then he took the safe from the restaurant. So he breaks the glass. We assume this sets off some sort of alarm, and he had enough time yeah. to prepare a meal and then steal the safe. Mm-hmm. Uh, the man tried breaking into a third business, uh, a gas station, but he couldn't gain entry. Officials described him as being in his mid-30s. He's wearing a baseball cap, khaki shorts, and black tank top during the Wendy's heist. Does he make the classic... I don't know if he was making... He was at Wendy's, so he, he might oh. have done that just to piss him off. So I don't really know. But yeah, he, he actually goes in and cooks. Wow. But as well, he's able to 
turn on the and let it heat up. Turn on the grill, <laughs> let it heat up. Find out where the the, the burger patties are mm. and make his way through there. Sounds little... like an inside job. Yes, yeah, you're right. right. You'd have to know what you were doing. Yeah. Uh, an Uber driver who pulled over for some. Who uh, I'm sorry. Who yeah? Who pulled over for some me time. Ended up getting into a tussle with police officers. Uh, a guy named Elliot Andre Andrade uh, was charged with interfering with police and driving under the influence. Police say that they were dispatched for a suspicious vehicle and they found a white BMW parked on the side of the road with its windows fogged up. Was he was he going to town on himself? Police said that when the officers approached the car, uh, they saw Andrade reclined and pleasuring himself in the driver's seat. <laughs> When an officer knocked on the car window, police said the driver appeared confused and started to pull his pants up. <laughs> the officer said, I asked Elliot what he was doing, and he said, I work for Uber. <laughs> <laughs> We're supposed to do this. <laughs> police said that there was an open case of beer on the passenger side floor of the car. When Andrade was asked to recite the alphabet, police said he started with D and ended at K. You wonder, missed a few. I wonder if I and C fell in between those two. <laughs> yeah. um, Andrade got out and began reaching into his pants, fearing that he had a weapon. Police said they struggled with him before bringing him to the ground. Andrade began yelling that the object he was reaching for was a sex toy, <laughs> which he then pulled out of his underwear. So he literally had wow. that. And uh, they arrested him. What's well, like packing your lunch? You know, you things. bring your sex toy to work sure. yeah. for your me time. Uh, this is messed up. An alligator found holding a Florida man's lifeless body in its mouth Ooh. had ingested his foot and hand. Uh, the alligator's mouth was still clamped around part of the body of Michael Ford II, who was found floating in the water near a phosphate mine Thursday by an employee. I can't eat anymore. Wildlife officials captured and killed the reptile. A necropsy of, uh, revealed Ford's hand and foot inside the alligator's stomach. Uh, the Ford had other cuts on his body caused by the alligator. Now, his cause of death actually is drowning. So the final cause uh, is pending toxicology results. It could have been that this alligator just came across this and dead body. Pin- yeah, pinched a free meal, basically. Yeah, so I don't know. They're, uh, they're working on finding out. Uh, you've got to love this story. A Texas woman was banned from her local Walmart <laughs> after police say she ate half a cake and then refused to pay for the missing portion. Oh, she only wanted to pay for half of it. <laughs> Honestly, I was finding it hard to believe there was anything that could ban you from a Walmart. Yeah, uh, right. Police were called to a Walmart after receiving calls that a woman walked around the store eating half a cake. I only eat half. And refusing to pay for the whole item. The suspect entered the bakery section of the store, proceeded to eat half of the cake while walking through the aisles. Once at the register, the woman demanded half off because she was only buying half a cake. <laughs> Police say she refused to pay for the missing half of the cake despite eating it on her way to checkout, but she ultimately paid for the whole cake once the police arrived, and after that, she was barred from the store for theft. So the cake didn't get you barred. You remember you had a story about a woman who was effectively running a meth lab in a Walmart bathroom? Oh, yeah. She I, could probably still she go could probably back still there. go back. Mm-hmm. A Kansas man who robbed a bank last September, and this is a follow-up story, and told police that he was hoping to get caught so he would get prison time to escape his wife, <laughs> was sentenced Tuesday to six months of home confinement oh, yes. <laughs> after pleading guilty. I love it. Lawrence John Ripple took the guilty plea in January. Oh, dear. He told the judge Tuesday that he had heart surgery that left him depressed when he committed the bank robbery. Uh, his public defender told the court that Ripple had lived a law-abiding life and was in a stable relationship with his wife. 
He has four stepchildren with her. Uh, Ripple handed a note to the bank teller in Kansas City demanding cash and warned that he had a gun. Ripple took the money, about $3,000, and went to sit in the lobby where he told a uh, guard that he was the guy he was looking for. Officers quickly arrived. An FBI agent wrote in the affidavit that Ripple had earlier been arguing with his wife, and he told investigators that he wrote the note in front of his wife telling her he'd rather be in jail than at home. And now he can't leave there for at least six months. Well, jail should be unpleasant, right? Uh, It should be. And uh, they arranged for that to be the case. One last story. A San Diego mom was left so shocked after her toddler bought a $430 couch online using her cell phone. She said, I thought, did I buy a couch in my sleep? (laughs) This is Isabella McNeil. She had been in the market for a new couch. She was recently browsing through options on the Amazon app on her cell phone. Yet her uh, pursuing uh, turned into a purchase when her two-year-old daughter, uh, Raina, unknowingly pressed the buy now with one-click button on Amazon for the piece of furniture. It was only until a few days later when she got a notification that the couch had shipped <laughs> that she realized something had gone wrong. She also remembered her daughter had been playing with her phone. Uh, she said, now I know it's really dangerous and I need to make sure that the Amazon app is closed before my daughter takes the phone. It's just so easy. I always assume that'd be a risky proposition, handing your phone over to your kid with those apps on the phone. Yeah, uh, McNeil was unable to return the couch before it shipped. And returning it after the fact proved to be pricier than just trying to resell it on OfferUp, which he decided to do. Her listing describes the couch as brand new in the box with a price tag of $300. It cost 430 so she's out some of the cash. And she notes that she ordered it by mistake in the listing. So she's going to try and get rid of that. And that is what I have for you in the bizarre file for now, my friend. So uh, we are going to take a quick break and come back in just a moment. I want to thank our friends from uh, Dunkin' Donuts for stopping in. Don't forget this summer you can enjoy Dunkin's new Hershey's Cookies and Cream or Heath-flavored coffees. Because everyone deserves a sweet escape from reality. Preston and Steve run on Dunkin'. Price participation may vary. Limited time offer. Trademarks are used under license. We'll take a break and be right back. Stay with us. Diamond jewelry doesn't have to be expensive. Have fun buying jewelry for someone you love and don't hate the price you pay. Feel the difference online at IHateStevenSinger.com with free shipping. Buy real diamonds from a real jeweler. Steven Singer Jewelers. That's IHateStevenSinger.com. Listen to all the WMMR podcasts as well as a live stream on your Alexa-enabled device. Just say, Alexa, open MMR. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Kaleo on 93.3 WMMR. It's no good. Band out of Iceland. 824, the Preston and Steve Show. We get a band from, uh, well, they're from America. And they're called uh, the Box Masters. Uh, Billy Bob Thornton plays drums and sings for that band. And we've talked to him about uh, his musical career before. And we'll have him back on in a little while. Uh, they're playing the Sellersville Theater on uh, July 7th. So we'll get to that in a little bit. Let's take a look at traffic and then we'll move along. Kathy, what do you have for us? We've got down wires on Route 23 through Lower Mary in between Youngsford Road and Spring Mill Road closed because of a down tree and down wires. An accident on the Schuylkill just cleared, but it is still jammed westbound past Young to University. Also heavy, the boulevard out to Belmont Blue Road to 202 eastbound side. Uh, slowing from 202 into Gulf Mills and then Montgomery to the Vine Expressway. 95 southbound slows Cotman to Girard. 
uh, also from 420 to 320. And then on the Blue Route northbound, you're heavy 95 to Route 1. New Jersey, 42 freeway northbound jams College Drive to 295, 55 northbound, heavy 47 to 42. This traffic report brought to you by... Chasing the Moon on WHYY. Relive the excitement, innovation, politics, and courage of space race 50 years later. Chasing the Moon starts Monday night at 9 on WHYY TV 12. And that's your traffic on 93.3 WMMR. Thank you, Kathy. It was a music-filled weekend for the members of the Preston and Steve show. Casey went to three nights of fish performances in Camden. Marissa went to the uh, the Warped Tour and uh, I had a stunning one-night engagement <laughs> yes. debut of uh, of the band that I joined, Saint, and we played it. Oh, thank you at uh, the Whitpane Tavern. So we all had our own personal little awesome music experiences. Marissa, longtime attendee of the uh, the Warp Tour, got to to relive some of that, and then Casey goes to has been to a gazillion fish shows in his time, and but was important this particular weekend because some buddies of yours were getting together for an annual event. I was, I was yeah. so happy for all of you. Uh, you know, Marissa had posted a picture of her as a a fourteen year old going to the Warp Tour. Casey, yeah. yeah, it's no secret you're you're a fish fan. Yeah, so to have this troika of shows that you went to, and especially sort of to recapture some time with your college buddies, was cool. And Preston. 30 years? First first paid gig in 30 years that I played with a band. Yeah. Uh, so these Man. are all really kind of super cool things. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and, and each one of you seemed to have exactly what you wanted to get out of it. Right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. it was. It, it, I felt like a kid again. It yeah. was so great. Yeah, who, who, I mean, the, who were the bands? Um, I mean, of course, it was like Warped Tour style where there was 50-some-odd bands. Yeah. But it was on the beach like it's never been before. And there was about 30,000 people Jeez. on the beach. It was about a mile long. Um, wow. Did you get caught in that a storm? Because it poured down there. Yeah. So day one, during um, one of the sets, uh, Kevin Lyman, who's the guy that created Warped Tour 25 years ago, came out and was like, guys... Rain delay. Everybody's got to leave. Please just walk out all the exits. Everything that, um, like the entrances, everything that were not exits. He said, just everybody's got to go to the boardwalk. He, you know, go get some dinner, which was kind of hey, nice. Hey, 30,000 people, go find cover. Kind yeah. Of, yeah. Kind That's of. crazy. Go out to dinner. But, yeah. it, but it was nice because you're right there on the boardwalk. It's right, like, in front of Bally's. So yeah. there's, like, tons Loads of, of casinos places you can to get go into. into. Yeah. Yeah. They love it when, uh, uh, there's a rain tour. <laughs> attendees come in and flood. But now listen, no, they can make a few extra bucks. So yeah, so not? it poured. And so for about an hour and a half or so, it was uh, called off. But then everybody came back in, and, and it was nice because the sun went away. We weren't all sweating and yeah. burning. I, I did get sunburned yesterday on just the right side of my body because yeah. I never put on who, sunburn. Who were the, the headliners, if you will? So uh, 311 played on uh, Friday night. I'm sorry, on Saturday night. Um, a Day to Remember played uh, on Sunday. It was like a simple plan. It was The Offspring. It was uh, Blink-182 played Enema of the State. If full, really? They came out. Yep, they were the closing band last night. Yeah. Wow. So they came out and played that, which is really cool. And I didn't realize it until about four songs in when my friend turned to me. He's like, is this like the entire album? And yeah, and it, it was it was really cool. Um but then there were some just like old punk bands like H2O was playing and the Scatolites and Real Big the Fish. Scatolites. <laughs> I remember Real Big Fish. Yeah, I don't yeah. remember those yeah. other two. Yeah. Um wow. and 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 in super like awesome warp tour fashion, we like walk all the way to the end of the the mile long beach. You could go into the ocean. 
uh, they were, had lifeguards there, so you could hang out there. Cool. Um, but there was like all the, the band merch tents, and, and some of the bands were in the tents signing. There was one um, band name that I loved that was stacked like pancakes. Uh, <laughs> I like that. That's nice. Um, and Anti-Flag was signing stuff, and they were just kind of walking around. And um, there was like a Warped Tour museum where there was a photographer who's been shooting the Warped Tour for 25 years. And wow. she put together all these like cool She's That tour's been around for 25 years. It blows my mind. Is that the one? Is it going away? Jeez. That was the last one. That was the last yeah, one, Yeah, there right? was only three on this tour. There was one at the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, uh, one this weekend in Atlantic City, and they're doing one in California, and that's the end of it. With 30,000, though, I, you know, you wonder if they're going to go, hmm. Yeah, I know. Maybe we don't uh, quite pull the curtain on this just or yet. Yeah. maybe it'll be a new iteration in some yeah. sort. Yeah, you know what? They, the they, Florp Tour. No, they could, do, <laughs> they could do the Lollapalooza model and pick one spot and, right. and have it be a destination, you know, and, and with that many bands, uh, you could pull something like that. Because Lollapalooza yeah. used to be a touring yeah. festival. Yeah. And then it got to be a logistic nightmare. Yeah, it was too much. Yeah. Yeah. And But like I thought it was really cool that there were still new bands that, to discover. So I think there was one called like Pink Spiders or something like that. Um, but they took the time to, to find these young bands to still put on like the small stages all over the place. Okay, nice. Um, um, it was just like everybody had their... their Van shoes on the beach, and they were just like pouring out sand the whole time, and and there was like, you know, <laughs> pouring sand out of the shoes. Yes, yeah. Oh, exactly. I'm like yeah. pouring out sand <laughs> because you want to bring sand to the beach. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I brought my sand. I brought my sand, guys. We're and I brought to water to swim in. <laughs> Two pounds of sand. And I brought a casino with me. Yeah. But there was like a skate vert ramp, so there was like skateboarders and BMXers like playing while well, H2O is right there. And that H2 used to be the whole. And, yeah, that used to be the whole the, the whole vibe of it. Yeah. Is there, there what was the what did the van store in the uh, KLP close? <sighs> I don't know. It didn't close. The van still there. It's still there. Like, how come I, where is it's it now? It's upstairs across from H&M. Oh, well then I don't, uh, I just don't get up in that area, And I, I think they team up with Journeys. Journeys is still around, right? Those I stores? think so. Yeah, they're still, Journeys is, yeah. yeah. It's two separate stores, though. Yeah, because I actually noticed that the, the Vans, or the Warp Tour logo is the Vans Warp Tour sponsored by Journeys. Okay. So I think so they all kind of They're still doing well. Yeah. Casey, you had three days. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, one would think that three fish conscious is a little excessive, but for anybody that doesn't know, like, you can go to 13 fish concerts in a row and not hear the same song. So, you know, when you when You, you go went to, to all three? I went to all three. So, Fish has a song called Tweezer, and so they <laughs> called this one the Threezer, because uh, it was three shows in Camden, and... Um, Yes, I, it's a little bit excessive, and I was going back and forth from the shores, uh, you know, so after the show on Friday night, I went to Wildwood, watched my son play soccer, came back. So the big day was Saturday. I put together, um, sort of coordinated a, a college reunion of sorts. A lot of people, it looked like. It was a decent amount yeah. of people. But I like, saw, saw the picture on Instagram. It yeah. looked like you were having a blast. It was a bunch. So, like, your sign, this is a small college, and and so... You know, like, I was in a fraternity, but I hung out with other fraternities and other sororities. So there were, like, four different frat brothers there and yeah. um, and uh, and a bunch of different, you know, sororities and stuff like that. But, you know, this sort of came together. You know, we all lost a friend of ours suddenly a couple of months ago. And, and while I was at the, uh, the viewing, I said, you know what, man, I, I really would like to see if I can get all of these guys together because I don't want to just... See all these people at sad times. At funerals. I want to have a, like a really, really good time. That's very cool. Yeah. So, so we, I was able to coordinate it, and you know, there's a guy from who came down from Massachusetts, a dude who came from uh, from New York City, and you know, like Jersey. And it was just awesome. And then Saturday night show was just 
Amazing. Friday night, I parked next to Tom Marshall. For those of you who don't know, he's like the main lyricist for the band. I sat in front of him last night. I talked to Trey's dad on Friday and last night. Like, it was like, you know, and then Saturday, I was like dancing. I, I would think I was telling you last night, Preston, like, you know, I, I got a bum foot and I'm overweight. So, like, um, so when... When they started last on, on Saturday night, I said, you know, listen, I'm just going to go for it. I'm going to sweat my ass off, and I'm going to dance for as long as my foot's going to allow me. And that ended up being all night. And I had so much fun. And, uh, and like, everybody that, you know, I, I posted a picture on Instagram of, like, me and my friends. Like, it's funny. There's, like, a bunch. There's a couple of doctors in there, a lawyer, like, teacher, you know. An Indian <laughs> chief. Yeah, an Indian chief. But we were 16 all. 16 people. It's yeah. a big crew. No, uh, that is awesome that you're able to pull that all together and do that, especially in light of what you had happen. Yeah, and everybody was, was grateful that uh, that it was put together. And, and the people that didn't make it were like, God damn, I should have went, you know. Yeah. So, so if or when Fish comes back next year, we're going to do the same exact thing. But, uh, you know, I had so much fun. And, and for, you know, people that don't get it, the band or, uh, you know. They don't God. get it, but you, if they don't, they don't, but but you do and you did oh, and had a chance so to immerse joy. yourself and it was, you recaptured yeah. a little bit of the past and sometimes you go to these things and you build it so much up in your mind. Same with you, Preston. You know, you build things up in your mind after, yeah. I'm going to go for it and the, the, the real risk factor is obviously it's nowhere near what you hoped it would be, but it was exactly what you hoped it would be, I, and more. I, there were there were moments, especially on Saturday night and, and first set last night, where I, I was like, uh, I almost cried. I was so happy. Like you that's know, a like, good. That's a good I, thing. I was yeah. like, oh my god. Like I'm I'm so like I'm full. I'm I'm really I'm full right I'm now. I'm engorged. I am totally totally <laughs> engorged right now. It's ridiculous. I'm a little embarrassed. I probably shouldn't have worn mesh shorts. <laughs> Um, but, uh, no, it was, well, listen, it was you're, awesome. when, when you're able to take in the moment as the moment is happening, that's yeah. the best. That's mm-hmm. if, if you, if you have a second to realize how great this is right now for anything, yeah. then, then you've, you've, you've captured it. You've held on to it. You didn't let it get by you. You know, so many times those things come there, they they sort of happen and you're like, oh my God, I'm having one of those moments where you haven't planned it, it so that you're ready for it. This you you plan and now so you Saturday night, Preston. Well wait, uh, before we do that, yeah. um does Trey's dad always go to see him play? So I saw him on Friday night and I and I, I said to him, I go I go, congratulations on, on, on creating a wonderful human being. Uh, and I said, Thanks for the music. Uh, thanks for the music. Yeah. But I said, I think it's really neat. May I shake your penis? Preston, I, I don't know if he's at every show, but like every East Coast show, yeah. he's there. And it's the equivalent, I, I think, of like me going to my son's baseball game. And like, I wonder what he must feel as, as, a, as a father, as a parent, to see 30,000 people just lapping it up and applauding and 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 having so much like organic like real fun because of what his son has created like it, that's got to be so wonderful you yeah. know as a father well, how, many, how many people yeah. show up to the to the to the softball games the baseball games for your son yeah about 30, well, not, not 30,000 somewhere <laughs> like in the teens okay. you know like 17 people right but still it's cool but like you know, but as a father, like I totally understand, like you know that that, that pride, like when my son gets a hit or he yeah. scores a run or you know makes a basket or whatever, like that's you know on such a larger scale. Did you get Did you get any contact info or where did we're you not want to be lunch today? <laughs> as a matter of fact, uh, we're going out to lunch today. It's going to be pretty great. No, um, and then and then Tom Marshall, who I, I was able to meet at the man a couple of summers ago. 
you know, and I talked to him a little bit about like I I have a real I have a, uh, my favorite fish lyric is a is, and it's kind of a weird one to be your favorite, but it was when I heard it I go oh my god I never thought about that. But it goes, uh, each betrayal begins with trust. It's in that song, Farmhouse. Yeah. I'm like, oh, my God, that's so true. <laughs> like, you can't be betrayed unless you trust somebody first. So I asked him about that, and he told me, yes, I wrote that, and that, uh, but he actually stole it from Nathaniel Hawthorne. So when Son I, of a bitch. So when I, so when I saw him on uh, Friday night, I go, hey, I talked to you about this, and you, know, you told me about Nathaniel Hawthorne. And he goes, I was just at Nathaniel Hawthorne's house. <laughs> And uh, and so we had like a really fun moment with him on on Friday night where he wasn't like, "Hey, beat it, nerd!" Yeah, you know, he actually like engaged me in oh, conversation. Yeah. But um, uh, I I was a little bit bummed out that everything came together on Saturday night because I wanted to see Preston play on Saturday night. Like I was so happy for you oh. uh, that you were going to be because you love playing music. I do, and I wanted to, and like I wanted to like. Be a part of that joy. You went well, on at nine. What, what? You did it three sets. I just want to let you know the pituation was there. <laughs> oh, in, in your hey! yeah. so you didn't need to go. So it was like Casey was there. No, he's, he's and immediately. <laughs> I saw him, and that's what he said. He goes, "Hey!" I was like, "Dude, was, hey. that's his calling card." I totally, it really totally. is his calling yeah. card. Hey. Yeah, dude, we ended, we ended up playing. We played three sets. We played at the Whip Pain Tavern, which was this great little bar that I'd never been into uh, in Bluebell, which I don't know why I'd never been there, but it was a lot of fun. And um, we, ended, no, we ended up playing. I didn't know uh, that we had to play till one. I thought we were playing till midnight, but we played till, oh, well. we played till one. And uh, I was wiped out, dude. I was so freaking tired by the time we were done with that. But it, it was a lot of fun. It's funny because our guitarist, uh, Mark said to me before we were just getting set up and people started filing into the um, into the area where we we're going to play. And he looks at me, he's like, "Wow, it's milf night tonight." <laughs> uh, there were tons of people. It was it was packed. It was milfs? Yeah, it was yeah. Packed. A lot of milfs up front. That was nice to see. Yeah. Uh, my wife being one of them. She wasn't up front, but she was there definitely. Um, That's my man. Yeah. Um, did uh did that do anything for her? Like seeing you up there, you know, just rocking out. I didn't ask. I oh, have no okay. idea. I don't. No, of course it didn't do anything Are you for sure? us. She was but, nipping yeah, big time. I'm pretty sure. I, I She's didn't... like, oh, God, I'm so tired. When is this over? Oh. Yeah, I, to be honest. I, I just want to die. I didn't even see her the whole time. Yeah. She was at, we're, we're, we have these six Swedish guys that are staying with us right now, so she was making sure that they were having a good time. And, awesome. and uh, they had a, a table that was uh, that was completely full. But it was... Uh, it was packed. It was. It was. Uh, the 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 bar was quite delighted by the amount of people that came in, and the the uh, the, the door guy who works there has been working there forever. He's like he was going on. He said uh, he said you guys are probably the top two or three bands I've ever seen play here. Oh, no there kidding. you go. I thought that was a bit much, but I thought that was really cool of him to say that. I think we did well, but you know you can always like, do oh, better. Stop. We had we were having some, <laughs> now we we were having some uh, technical problems which. Made it frustrating, you know. Think because, the audience picked up on it. Or was it just you guys uh, being maybe a little bit? I don't know, but it was it was enough to, that it was distracting and it was unfortunate because we really just wanted to have fun. We did have fun, but you want everything Perfect. technical that you so you don't have to worry about it. So you can just dive into playing and having a good time. You don't but, have roadies, though, right? Like no, we we have a, a sound engineer who okay. was running the whole thing, and we you know it's not a big enough operation. The hunchback named Clump, uh, but but he was having real problems, and it was monitor issues. And for those of you who play music, you know that if you can't hear yourself or the other instruments or vocals, it's oh, yeah. very very hard. To keep time with each other, to stay in key and in a loud room, and do things like that. But um, the crowd loved it, man. I mean, they were singing along. 
I, I just case I did three big stick tosses that I just nailed. And you caught them all? Caught all three of them. I'm not surprised. I was pretty happy Your about that. Your hand-eye coordination is out of sight, man. Hang on. I'm gonna, really good. I'm going to go to Daryl, who was actually there, who's oh. on the phone line. Hey, Daryl, how you doing? How you guys doing, man? That freaking rock. Thank that you. Was, <laughs> that, that was awesome. I'm sorry I didn't get to stay for the whole thing. I had to go to work. To make sure uh, Jackie Bam Bam had his cracker stack for him. <laughs> but, uh, nice. Yeah. No. I did ha- happen to catch uh, most of that first set, and it just kicked butt, man. Dude, thank you, Daryl. I appreciate that, bud. Yeah, I really liked, you know, singing along to Sweet Caroline there, you know, while we were uh. Yeah. Hey, I, I said, we should play Sweet Caroline. I just sang it because my daughter, actually, my daughter was there for the first couple oh, songs. Oh, no. wow. And then they, you know, they had to get the, the youngins out. But thank you, Daryl. Appreciate it, brother. All right, you rock. Preston and Steve, you guys rock. Everybody rocks. Thank you, man. (laughs) Uh, So you have a big banner behind the band here. says Saint on it. When was that whipped up? Uh, that they've had it. I mean, oh, the band's have? been together for years. It should so. say, and Preston. I'm, I'm the new guy. Yeah, so, oh. uh, do you think the uh, the old drummer hates you? Oh, I have no idea. Uh, Why? He t- no, he does. He, we got right? an email. Yeah, I think he's really jealous right uh-huh. now. Yeah. So mad. Bitch. Um, well, all right, so how many I'm songs? I'm on the radio, so I can make it away. I'll make sure people come down and finish in. I'm just talking about it on the air. Son of a rat prick. <laughs> He's a distraught drummer. I dreamed of the Whip Pain Tavern. It's going to be my gig. One day. I'll just casually say I'm going to be there on air. You know what? what, You know, you joke about the Whip Pain Tavern, but I was really glad that it was that kind of establishment because I really didn't want to be do the big stage and lights. and the, I'm just happy in the bar, people hanging out with the entertainment over there. That's that Kind of looking, can that, focus, and, and that level is fine with me, man. Yeah. It's you're not the background. It's just, it's just fun. Yeah, like, yeah. Yeah, you're not the background, but also... You're not the foreground. You're not the foreground. I don't know. Well, you're, no, no. you're the in the ground. <laughs> no, when it's when it's up on a, 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 ri- you know, a risen stage or yeah. a stage that's up high, and, and it's just like... Every bit of focus is on you, and and that's kind of nice. But it's cover band. We're not, you know, you yeah. know what I mean. Yep, it's, yep. it's just for fun and, and everybody to dance and have a good time. When's so. your next gig? Next gig, I think, is August second, and it's at that one center square place. Oh, East, uh, East, what? Evansville? What? what? Or, no, it's in Easton. Uh, is it Easton? Two, two Center Square? Or? One Center Square. One Center Square. <laughs> Wasn't the Center Square poll in? Well, usually... Go to Saint.com. I don't when, know. If that's when we get closer, I will get the official uh, details and information. I'll try to get out to that one. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, it was it was really cool. And I've got I had some telltale uh, rookie signs of somebody who hasn't played in a long time. My calluses started oh, no coming kidding. back, and I've got a huge bruise on my left thigh. From what? Uh, that's from uh, from the, and I showed it to from Chuck. all the oral the milfs were giving up. <laughs> nice, their ears were bouncing off his thigh. Oh no, I showed Chuck plays drums and I go, oh. dude, I, I pulled up my my pant leg and I said, I got this. He goes, Oh yeah, I know what that is. So when you hit the snare drum with your left hand, the butt of the stick sometimes will hit you in the thigh. Oh, and, and so I was just you know. I was just pounding it all night long. <laughs> I'm rocking out! So wait, uh, so I own you! You played three hours of music? How many songs? We did We did three sets. We did, uh, uh, I don't know how many songs were in the first set. It might have been like 14 or something like that in the first two sets. Yeah. And then That's a lot of music. Then the second one, it was starting to get late, and me and George, the singers looking at me, he's like, I'm freaking exhausted. I'm like, I am too. We're like, let's just play like six or seven songs. I'm like, cool with me, man. That's perfect. So, we, we do that's have audio. I, I don't know what it's what I, it's doing. But... I am hesitant to play something I haven't heard yet. Oh, man. Do you want me to hit it? Marissa sent it over. Is, right. it, is it from somebody's Marissa. phone? All right. 
Just play live at the Budokan. <laughs> yeah, it's only 15 seconds. I don't know what this I is. I want but... you to want me. We play that song. Did you? Yes. Oh. Right, here, I'll play a little bit. Oh, nice. Now, he's probably handing the mic over to yeah. somebody because people were all singing all night long. So, that's pretty cool. You're the crowd? Yeah. People were having it. fun. People were having fun. I mean, somebody texted and said they couldn't get in. It was so packed. No kidding, like really. Yeah, so that's a good thing. There was so, a little line out the door when I pulled up with my equipment. I'm like, oh, awesome. Did you have any moments where you thought, oh, my God, I'm having so much fun? Like, Yeah, I mean, yeah. The, the, the technical things were a, a bit to distract. But, right. yeah, there were moments where I'm like, yeah, this is really good. This is fun. I am. Um, you know, just, uh, you know, with, with what was going on this weekend and, uh, like, my son had a soccer tournament that he was playing in, in Wildwood. And so, it, so it I meant really, I, no, it did. Oh, okay. It did. I, you know, I, I got to see his first and, and third game. I missed the second game. But, like, I got to thank my wife because she let me do this. And not only that, but was, like, genuinely happy for me. Like, I, I texted her a picture last night of me sitting in front of this guy who writes all the songs for Fish. And she like loved an image, and she was like, "I'm I'm really genuinely happy for you." And like, that's how you know you have that's the real love. There. You don't always get that support. No. you know, like I went to concert three nights in a row. Now, now it's not like I go out all the time either, but um, like that, you know, that was pretty great. And you know, so I got to thank my wife and also security at at the BB and T. They're so good. Yeah. They, they really are because people are dancing in the aisles. So they go down. They try and, like, you know, keep a little bit of, you know, yeah. uh, semblance to, to the aisle or whatever. But at the same time, they they know people are just having fun, you know, so they allow everybody to, to have Fish fans fun. just want to have fun? Uh, well, fish fans just sometimes. Just like girls. And girls. <laughs> yep. mm-hmm. They just, uh, sometimes they don't really care about your personal space, you mm-hmm. know. Oh my God! Yeah, the one show, the mm-hmm. one fish show I went to. Same thing. I'm like, dude, like, dude, this get out of my man. my mook. <laughs> Stop <here."> twirling. <laughs> yeah. No, it's not twirling. It's just, I mean, it's dancing, but it's like all over the oh, place. Oh, like undulating, like a seizure. Yeah, uh-huh. like, like a know. syncopated seizure. Yeah. And the more room you have, like the more like the arms are flailing about. It's when like they, it, when they dance. if you increase the size of the tank, you keep the alligator in, it will grow to the size of that tank, right? Yeah, yeah, so so. The, the more room you give a fish fan to dance, they'll use it. I got to tell you, like last night was great, but normally whenever I go to a show, uh, like a concert, like, the tallest person in the world usually sits right in front of me, and right. it's, like, the worst. And then last night, nobody that tall sat in front of me. I was like, this is great. And then some J.O. walked in two rows in front of me and stood right in my Trey Anastasio sight line. He did not belong there. He totally just, I was like, oh, man, this guy in his, I took a picture of it. I'm like, this guy's big dumb head is blocking me from seeing Trey. Yeah. And then so I just kind of had to, like, move So punch him. I didn't, know. that's that's not it's the, not the, that's that's the vibe not of the a fish, fish way, Steve. Yeah. No. I no. wanted to, though. Marissa. Casey, welcome to my life. <laughs> yeah. I have yeah. never seen, I haven't seen a concert in 10 years. <laughs> <laughs> you go to the mall, you just don't see them. These I, are short people problems, yeah. Press. You wouldn't understand because you're so tall and handsome. I I was talking to a girl next to me, and uh, we were just like chit chatting because we like made friends because we couldn't see anything. And, and then I and tiny too, kind of. And then I took a, a photo and I showed it to my friends of like my site, which is just like everyone's heads. And then I put my arms up to like see what it looked like comparative. There were clouds, yeah. you could see the ocean and yeah. sand and all these people. 
But whatever. I see lights and yeah. sing along. <laughs> I see but, lights. But when you fly on a plane, you're nice and comfy. Yes, yeah. So exactly. there you go. Yeah. Yeah, we all sleep. have our, we all got our little issues. You can yeah. sleep anywhere. I can't sleep in the overhead like you can. <laughs> That's right. Uh, but Music Filled Weekend, which is uh, which is cool. And hopefully you got out and saw some live music or did something fun and entertaining. Marissa, hold on. Oh, a ton of people came up to me and I had to say hi to like all of the awesome people. Like it, There was just such a great, happy atmosphere this weekend in AC. So hi to all you guys. Nice. Excellent. All right. Well, listen, we have uh, more music to talk about, but we're going to take a break and do that because when we come back, talk to a guy who's got a show coming up at the Sellersville Theater on the 7th and his band is called... Uh, the box, uh, the box masters, and it's Billy Bob Thornton. So yeah, we'll talk with him. Obviously, we'll chat a little bit of movie stuff too. So we'll take a break and come back in a moment. Make sure you stay put. Here we go. Here comes the MM Army. What's going on? Join Preston Elliott and Casey Boyd Tuesday at noon at the National Constitution Center as Wawa celebrates their 27th annual Hoagie Day with a nine-ton Hoagie salute. Honoring Everyday Heroes. 93.3 WMMR. Everything and everywhere that rocks. 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. Van Halen, Jamie's Cryons. 9 o'clock on the nose this Monday morning with the President and Steve Show. Uh, let's see if we're facing any problems traffic-wise this morning. Kathy's got it all. What's up, Kath? In Lower Marion, 23 remains closed between Young's Ford Road and Spring Mill Road. That's a down tree and down wires. Schuylkill Expressway westbound. Jams Vare Avenue to South Street. The Boulevard out to Belmont. And then eastbound side, the Blue Road into Conchahawk and Gladwin to Belmont. 95 southbound. Uh, slowing from Academy to Cotman and then Naaman's Road to Harvey Road. The right lane closed with construction there. Blue Route northbound, heavy 95 to Route 1 southbound from Norristown to the Schuylkill Expressway. Uh, and then on 422, expect delays eastbound from 29 to 23. 30 bypass eastbound, heavy 340 to 113 in New Jersey. 55 northbound, jams north of Deptford to the 42 freeway. And then 42 north, heavy Black Oak Clementon Road to 295. This traffic report brought to you by Adventure Aquarium. Experience hippos like never before during the hippo-sized summer at Adventure. Adventure Aquarium, June 21st to July 21st. Learn more at AdventureAquarium.com. And that's your traffic on 93.3 WMMR. Thank you very much, Kathy. By the way, I need to mention that we do have a new Daily Rush video up. And it was when uh, actor David Harbour stopped by uh, last week. Uh, It was a blast. Spent some time with us from uh, Stranger Things. He was talking about that. You can watch that now. It's available at PressAndSteve.com and sponsored by Punchline Philly Comedy Club Restaurant and Bar. Um, all right, so we have uh, two gentlemen on the phone. Uh, the band is playing at the Sellersville Theater, a wonderful venue, on July 7th. There are tickets available for the show, uh, theater.st94.com. So, yeah, Boxmasters will be there, and two guys from the band are on the line. Please welcome J.D. Andrew and Mr. Billy Bob Thornton. Yeah. Yeah. Morning, gentlemen. How's it going? Uh, it it is going very well. How is the tour treating you guys? Uh, well, we haven't exactly started yet. We just got to uh, got to Jersey yesterday, and uh, our first show is in New York on Tuesday. Okay, right, so, so just yeah. just the beginning, and you're starting in New York, and. Uh, yeah, Billy, JD, you guys have been playing for ages in in one form or another. Does that first night still the butterfly effect? I mean, by that, I don't mean a, a series of events that everything goes crazy. I mean butterflies in your stomach. Uh, do you do you still feel that, Billy, on that first night? Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, sometimes it's not only the first night. Uh, you know, it, 
kind of depends on where you are and how things are going at the time. Uh, but uh, I think you never get over the nerves performing in any any fashion. You know, I, I think that uh, you know when there's excitement, you know, you always uh, you're always going to get a little bit nervous. But yeah. yeah, the first one has a a special kind of nervous feeling, I guess, uh, especially since we're playing in New York first. And uh, <laughs> you know, uh, New York's you know it's a tough one to crack. You know, and uh, they've always kind of liked us in New York, but. You never know. It was kind of like being on David Letterman. You know, if Letterman liked you, <laughs> you were in business. All right. You, <laughs> you know, uh, um, Billy, uh, I, I have to say, you know, I, I, in fact, I would probably position this as an apology because years ago when, um, you know, oh, Billy Bob Thornton is doing music. And I was like, oh, man, this is an, this is an actor doing music. And, you know, you know, I'm, I'm sure you're familiar with the kind of blowback you can get from this sort of stuff. Doing research, I mean... You you go all the way back as a musician, and and all that other stuff sort of came later, and um, the influences and all the stuff that you've drawn upon are are the real deal. Um, so a an apology for that, and uh, b um, you know I'm fascinated by first off you describe your sound uh, and uh, JD as well as psycho Billy, and I want you to explain what psycho Billy is to someone who maybe doesn't understand the reference. Early on, uh, you know, we had a really hillbilly and rockabilly kind of uh, thing we were doing that was kind of an experimental uh, mix-mash of uh, genres of the British invasion, hillbilly music. And, uh, you know, that was kind of stuff we did in the early days. As we've gone along over the last almost 13 years and eight records, we uh, have settled into this more kind of natural how we play kind of sound, which is more of a 60s-influenced rock and roll, not kind of unlike, you know, Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers or something, because it's bands that grew up listening to the Beatles, the Birds, the Beach Boys, um, you know, all the classic, uh, you know, bands from the 60s. Uh, The stuff that you listen to when you're growing up is the stuff that informs kind of what you play, and we've never shied away from just sticking to what influenced us over. yeah i i, I love that stuff yeah the, the all that all those influences are, are great now jd you are a, a recording engineer producer songwriter uh you meet billy bob uh he is uh coming in to uh record some stuff and do you guys just jam a little bit is that how the friendship starts or what what point did you well, say this could work no i mean honestly it started because he was finishing up his fourth solo record called beautiful door and I was just uh, hired to come in for a couple of weeks and record some overdubs because his regular engineer was busy. And during that time, we uh, started, you know, getting along pretty well. We uh, have a big uh, love for baseball and <laughs> most sports and stuff. So that was a good start. And then uh, we found out we, you know, are big fans of kind of the same kinds of music. And one day Billy just asked me to play a song because he'd been asked to record something for someone. He said, hey, uh, you're the only one here. I've seen you play guitar a little bit. Would you want to play this song with me? And so we did it, and it had a thing that really kind of uh, inspired us. So we started trying some other things, and one thing led to the next, and here we go. We have a band recording records and uh, have never stopped. Yeah, so it's like 12 years, nine albums, I think, and and, and going strong. And, and I was reading an interview with, with both of you guys, and you were talking about... Um, you know, like Preston and I have this conversation. We have people like Sting and, 
you know, these musicians that release music that doesn't get airplay, but yet the fan base gets what they want. The artist seems to enjoy what they're doing. And you guys have sort of decided that's the level that you want to be at. You're you're in it because of the initial love of the music. Would that be correct? Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, the thing about it is, is when you know going into it that you're not going to sell, you know, five or six million records, uh, it kind of gives you a freedom to really do it the way you want to do it. When we get out there on the road, uh, you know, we tour every year, sometimes twice a year, and uh, make a lot of records. And um, so you start to build a fan base. Yeah. And that's that's really what you want. Uh, uh, I mean, if, if we were in that world uh, of, say, you know, competing with, you know, Taylor Swift and uh, <laughs> Ed Sheeran, you know, yeah. uh, then we might, uh, you know, we might be disappointed if we didn't sell five billion records, but we're not. Uh, so as long as we are playing the music that that we love and that that uh, that our band is what we want it to be, and we do have a fan base, uh, and you know, we sell enough records to keep going. Really, that's that's the main thing. And um, so we're not we're not tied to trying to make hits, you right? Know? Um, so that uh, there there is a certain freedom in that. How tough is it? Because if if you guys are in in that um, in that sphere of the, of the music industry and and, and that level of success. Uh, you you have to supplement that with with other careers, and obviously, you know, uh, Billy, you act. You, you have the acting side. JD, you work on the recording side as well. I'm not sure what the rest of the band members do. How complicated is it for everybody together to, to take? You know, okay, we're going to take these next six months and yeah. do this, and then you go back to your real life, or maybe it's the other way around. You know, uh, how I, do you guys? You, you have to sit down and have lengthy meetings and and schedule checking and and oh, can. No, the, the good thing is we're all freelancers, or okay. we all have, you know, pretty flexible schedules. And, uh, you know, we just uh, give ourselves enough time in advance because the agents always want a really, you know, long amount of time to book a tour anyway. Right. So you're always, you always have at least six months or so that you're planning something. So that's usually plenty enough, plenty of time. But every once in a while, like this tour, we have a different bass player. We have a different guitar player than the last time. Okay. But they're all people that have played with us before or been with us on tour. So Brad is uh, Brad Davis is our guitar player, and he's played with Billy for over 20 years. Okay. And so this time he came back. He was available, so he came back in to uh, play. And then our guitar tech stepped in to play bass when our regular bass player wasn't able to. So, you know, we've got our core yeah. group family of people and uh we just call on them see who's available and we uh find ways to make it work yeah and billy you know obviously your your, your love is the music i've read that on on several occasions interviews with you but um you have you know uh, the acting career as well has there ever been a time where you've where you've passed on something on that side uh to make sure that you you fit in the time for the music and and maybe it was something big that you even passed on I mean, I have passed on things and some things that were big, but it was usually because it was horrible. I <laughs> <laughs> uh, I love the, uh, uh, the... No, I, I, I don't usually uh, pass on anything 
that I really want to do uh, because, like J.D. said, we have so much lead time usually mm-hmm. that uh, I'm able to, you know, change things in, that, in a way where we can do everything. But it's, it's surprisingly easy. I mean, we actually thought about that, you know, at, at certain points. You know, it's like, you know, what if something comes up? But the thing is, is once we have a tour book or we're going into the studio to do a record, uh, the you know the uh, theatrical agents know to you know that I'm that I'm busy during that time and they just block it out. So uh, uh, we haven't run into that problem so far. Good. Uh, and uh, yeah, it's 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 been they pretty do, easy. They do, however, keep asking when this tour is going to be over. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Your wives well, do too. Yeah. Let me let me ask you. Well, what, what's an obvious here is because uh, you, you know I, I think in a way, uh, uh, Billy, is that the the um, the same sort of stuff that goes into being a good songwriter and a good storyteller that way has got to work in concert with your ability to write a script for for a, a movie. And that's why I think I've always thought that maybe somebody like Warren Zevon, who I know you had a, a very close relationship with. Would have been perhaps a great, you know, a storyteller that way. Do you, do you believe that they're they're both very compatible uh, skill sets? Um, you know, a songwriter, musician, and a, uh, a scriptwriter and, and uh, movie director. Do you think they work well in concert? Oh, absolutely. I, I definitely think so. And um, you know, they're they're different in the sense that when you're writing a screenplay, you know, obviously you have you know 100, 120 pages to develop a story and in a song you got three or four minutes so uh i mean unless you're writing whipping post or in a gotta de vita <laughs> but, uh, it's uh yeah uh, yeah it's it's pretty uh i, I think they do complement each other and and it does help uh one helps the other uh there's no question especially when you're writing story songs uh, I mean, if you're writing, you know, baby, baby, meet me at the malt shop, maybe screenwriting doesn't help you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I guess that's true. Yeah. I, t- I, I tell you what I would love. To, I would love to see a, a movie version of I'll Give You a Ring When You Give Me Back My Balls, which is one of your <laughs> songs. Uh, uh, I think that would make a hell of a movie. Actually, I've kind of, uh, I've kind of seen a movie version of it. Oh, really? Uh, I mean, not, not on the screen. But uh, right before my eyes. Oh, <laughs> unfolding in real life. That is one of the best titles, oh, and the lyrics God. are just stellar. That's brilliant. <laughs> wow. Well, you know what? By the time you guys get to the Sellersville Theater uh, on the 7th, you'll be four shows in. So I think you ought, to, you ought to be, you know, any bugs that you need to work out have probably been done by then. So we should have a nice, well-gelled group. Uh, do you agree? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, anytime uh, it's it's like the people who see you later in the tour always get the get the the, the best show. Usually. <laughs> yeah. um, um, and especially, uh, I mean, this first show in New York is probably going to be almost like a dress rehearsal with only the costumers there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, we don't we don't uh, usually exactly sell out in New York, so you know we. Can, but we could have upwards of a dozen people. Oh wow! <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll tell you this honestly: doing 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 investigation on the uh, you know doing some research and stuff like that, and listening to a little bit more of the music than we have over the years when we've had you on the show. Uh, I I really like the sound, and I and I see um, yeah. there's a lot of that. What was called the, the British invasion mixed with a couple of different things, and all different 
genres that I, I know Preston does as well, we yep. happen to really like. Yeah. So um, it, 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 it's a good amalgam. Well, thank, thank you. you. We we love it. It's uh, you know, like JD said, you know, we we you know are just guys who were influenced by the Beatles and the Birds and Big Star and the Box Tops and the Beach Boys, and so all those things sneak into your sound even when you're writing something that, uh, I mean, you know, we have our own sound. It's a very distinct sound, but uh, but all those things go together to, to make that sound. And uh, and I was half joking about New York. It's just that you know it's it's tough there, like a. L.A. and New York, uh, places like that, you know, they can be a little little more jaded simply because sure. they get, they're just inundated with so many shows. Yeah. That, uh, that it, you know, that's that's the reason sometimes it's tough. I mean, obviously in L.A., we we're, that's where we're from, so we you know we sell out in L.A. all the time. But uh, you know, that's where the hometown band. So. Uh, yeah. You know, playing in New York is a daunting thing, but uh, Sellersville down there, we've played several times, and i got to tell you, uh, that's one of the most unique places to play because, uh, you know, we always do very well there, and the, the people are really nice out there, and it's a great theater, and the people who run it are great. And so they've gotten to kind of know us, you know, over the years because we've played there several times. And uh, what's really cool about that town is, you know, you're not far from Philly. You're just outside of Philly, and yet you drive through the woods, and all of a sudden, out of nowhere, <laughs> up pops this little village. He's right. You know? Yeah, you're absolutely no, right. No, it, it is a great venue, and uh, I have no doubt that you guys, uh, you know, kick ass there. It, it, yep. It's going to be a great show. Yep. Well, thanks, guys. Yeah, well, Excellent. Well, listen, guys, enjoy, and uh, hopefully things... Uh, Go as well as you expect, and we'll make sure we send people to the Sellersville Theater. That show is coming up on July seventh. If you ever guys have you ever have extra time, I know we're going to be out of town while you're here. Unfortunately, on vacation, but you stop by and play in our studio for our audience. That'd be a lot of fun next time you're coming through town. Um, well, we'd love to, and we really appreciate you guys always being kind to us. You're absolutely. really, really cool. Our pleasure. Thank you, JD, Andrew, and Billy Bob Thornton, the yeah. Box Masters. Take care, guys. You can definitely hear the birds in that. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, that was cool, man. So you can have my ring back when you give me my balls. You can have a ring when you give me my balls back. Oh my god. <laughs> That's, that's one of their. That's absolutely phenomenal. <laughs> I've got to. I've got to hear it. I haven't heard yeah, it, but yeah, yeah. he is funny. He, he is, is a, a funny, funny guy. Dude. Yeah, I, I remember yep. when he was in the studio years ago. Preston, I asked him, "Is it is it possible to?" I forget how the question was phrased. You know, to 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 be with the Hollywood's uh, most uh, attractive women and and still enjoy life. And he goes, "Oddly enough, it is." Yes, you're right. <laughs> you're, you are right. Uh, I remember when he was here. When he came in, I was I was very intimidated by him because yeah. he's, he's he's a quiet guy. Yeah, and if he doesn't want to talk, he won't talk. And if and and he can be very. Um, short with his answers if he wants to be. And he's very, very famous and amazingly talented. But he was the nicest guy. He was. And and, yeah. and, I, and I was really honest. I mean, we go through this all the time where you'll have, um, you know, oh, guess who has an album out? Or guess who's trying music? Yeah. And uh, so it it was like a, a sort of a, a, a revelation to realize 
Preston, the same story with with you. Yeah, the, the classic. I want to go. I'm going to go pursue rock. I'm going to go do yeah. that. And he went out, and then that was the first thing. And then the writing and the directing and the acting came years later. So that's always been a thing in his life. And it, it must it must to some level piss people off when they're like, you're you're wholly unaware of this, and you mm-hmm. think I'm just a pretender when I've actually been yeah. doing this. Yeah. And everyone in, uh, automatically defaults to, well, of course, it's a crock of crap. But right. In this case, it's true. He's been doing it forever. Were there, are there, there's got to be other other actors that are just like that. They were, oh, how about John Jared? Wayne? No, no, I was thinking Jared Leto. <laughs> um, yes, one you folks are going to like. We have any Birds fans out there? This one's called Mr. Tambourine Man. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. To everything, turn, 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 turn. turn. Well, there's a season. Turn, turn, turn. (laughs) Could you imagine the Duke (laughs) fumbling around on stage, this huge man... This is one of this is for goddamn dickies. <laughs> oh my god! Oh with his Preston with god. bangs with the, yeah. <laughs> with the uh, Steve the like, mop top hair like when Lurch tried yeah. to be a, a music star. <laughs> That'd be hilarious. Those little rectangular yeah. glasses. <laughs> Oh my oh, god. I'm feeling particularly groovy tonight. <laughs> <laughs> no, but Jared Leto ended up being legit. Legit, uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and uh, and that was everybody kind of was like, yeah, whatever. Yeah. Uh but uh some people have got uh, both the talents, uh which is pretty cool or multiple outside of that. Hey, uh I know we have a, a few minutes left to talk about some things. And I had a couple of stories that I that I wanted to get to for, or uh, else they're going to become irrelevant, but um one of this this came out Friday a little after we were on the show, but uh, the Taco Bell Hotel, oh, yeah. uh, not surprisingly, all of the available rooms were sold in two minutes. I believe it. Uh, take them. You just knew that was going to happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, just for the kitschy factor alone, people right. are going to tie into that. Yeah. So it's not. How long is it going to be around for? I think it's like a month. Yeah. It's it's only a few weeks. It's no even no Shorter, Steve? like a week. Oh my god, eighth August eighth August twelfth. No. Four days? Oh, shut up! It's just a really nice hotel. The that they decorated. No, throw some uh, floats in the pool. You right. sort of, to me, that undermines the whole thing. I think mm-hmm. you know you have to commit to it a little bit more than four days. Seventy rooms uh, available, and there, and there was no minimum stay. I think no minimum required stay. So you could just do one day if you wanted to for the kitschy value of it. I'd like to see a Taco Bell assisted living facility. <laughs> <laughs> Right out right. the twilight of your life with a burrito supreme. <laughs> uh, but you know what? Maybe maybe this is, um, listen, they knew it was going to take off like this. But you do this once like this, and then in another year, you do it again only for a month next time. Sure. You know, and then, well, and then pick it up like that. What you do is create sort of a chameleon facility that can um, yeah. adopt all of these things. And it becomes the way a concert venue brings in new acts. The, the hotel brings in new themes, yep. you know? By the way, speaking of uh, fast food places, I, I didn't read this. I, I caught the story on the news in passing, so I don't have the, the details for you on it. But I think Chick-fil-A is like the number one oh my God, yeah. restaurant in America. Have you seen the stories lately of, of the various Chick-fil-A employees doing, like, 
the, the one do you have we only have it in the bizarre file of of the guy who dove through the window the chick-fil-a em, employee and revived a kid who was choking in the car no i didn't see that yeah one. i mean there's it's wow. like it's just in, it's amazing it's wild stuff i had uh you know I was talking to our assistant program director chuck d'amico who like we're always plotting you know how we're how we're gonna <laughs> i you know, know. We're, yeah. no 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 where we're gonna make our, our retirement money is, oh, okay oh, all right. oh, okay and they're like i called him as if i was this brilliant person i had this idea Dude, we should buy a Chick-fil-A franchise. Those things are always packed, man. They are. Because they are. Right. But, but the thing is... You have to run it. <laughs> you have to run But yes. you also... That's you, the one You role. actually have the to work. The one fly in the ointment is you have to run it. No, yeah. you really do have to be there all the time. But, like, I'm also, like, 70,000th in line... You know, to oh yeah, be, to get a and, it ain't easy. And to you get don't a get franchise. The, you don't get to pick where the friend because I had this. The, I'm like, dude, I know the perfect place for it. it's going to go. Ooh, put it right here. He goes, no, nah, it doesn't work like that. You don't get to pick where it goes. You know, if you're lucky enough to be a franchisee, oh, you know, whatever. Can I suggest something? They're going to tell you where where How it about goes. Chirp fillet, <laughs> chirp. Filet. Your bird of choice. Well, I could call it what my mom calls it, chicka fill. All right, she full on knows that's Chick Fil A. It's like she, McDowell's. She called it chicka fill one time, and uh, she's just sticking to her guns. So, okay. so I could call it chicka fill. You could oh, do that. I, I, Go yeah, ahead. But yeah. the, the thing you do find out about the franchisees and uh, is it becomes your life. Yeah. Now, once you start to chain, if you you know ended up being successful, and then you buy several of them, and then you can turn that over to managers. You're who only allowed to own you. Really? Yes. It's very restrictive. I was well, not aware you, of that. So there was years ago. I know a guy, I knew a guy. Who had uh, two Dominoes? All right, so two Dominoes franchises, two locations, and this guy started. He was like, you know, loving life and the whole thing. Love pizza, love the whole thing. Was getting you know uh, a profit coming in. By the time the stores were a few years into it, and he was running these things because you have to be so hands on. He had gone insane. I mean, it. it just you live it. He aged like twenty five years. Wow! And I remember he used to walk around with a sidearm. He had yeah. like a, I believe, sure, by a lot of cash. Well, yes, he's yeah. moving cash back and forth to the to the bank of the yeah. deposits, and all. this is before, you know, the uh, you could just wire it on electronically. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. It's um uh, that that work is hard. It's a lot of work, and if you want it to be successful, you have to manage it yourself and make sure it's done right. If you ever saw the what was the Ray Kroc movie, The uh, Founder, The Founder, the founder yeah. and and in that, and Ray Kroc, listen, he did he did a lot of things that were. Shady, no question. But what he did, at least the, the way they depicted in the movie, is he had initially went to his um, uh, country club friends and was like, "Hey, like, why don't we invest? Why don't you, you know, uh, buy these restaurants?" And these guys were already rich, yeah. yeah. So it didn't really matter as much to them. And he realized his mistake because the restaurants weren't being run at the quality he, that they should be, right? So he he changed his approach and he went to like people who sold things for a living and were just squeaking by. And he convinced them to invest their own money in this. And he knew that if they put their stock in this and it's all they had, that they would bust their ass to make sure it was They would invest the time. And that's what they did. And it started to take off. But it literally becomes like an around-the-clock sort of thing. I just – I don't have that – I don't have the passion. For this, I do, but not for that. Right. The thing about the Chick-fil-A becoming number one really shocks me just because they're only open six days out of the week. Like, to to be able to surpass restaurants that are open... Seven and days a week, a, you're giving you're giving up waffle fries. Fourteen yeah. percent quality, of the time. dude. And the, totally, the, the, yeah. just the bottom line is the chicken tastes great. Yeah. That's so did they pass uh, Subway? Because Subway was number one. But I forgot. I, I only it's like I said. I said. Can you look it up and see if you can yeah. find it? Because I know third place was Panera. 
Oh, no um, kidding. And that's that's all that I know. And that McDonald's didn't do too well, unfortunately, for them. But um, but Rochelle and I went by. We, we we went to Trenton over the weekend to go to the train station to pick up some visitors we have in town. And we we got their their train was delayed, so we we went by Panera to go get a bite to eat. And they have added like a ton of new stuff to the menu. Huh. And this particular Panera. They've they've changed it, and we asked the manager about it because she said each location is a little bit different depending on um, their uh, their uh, uh, flow of, of of customers. So at the each table had a number on it, and you could actually order from your table if you got in there and you didn't want to wait in line. There's an app, and you just set it up, and this is the table I'm sitting at, and they'll bring it out to you. Well, I didn't know that. So didn't, yeah, you could just order and pay for it through your phone at the table that you want to sit at. And I was yes. like, that's kind of cool. So like it's, yeah, they added a whole bunch of yeah. stuff. It's ranked highest, by the way. It's not number of, of stores or um, profit or anything like that. Yeah, it's, that's what I meant. Yeah, it's just ranked, ranked highest in sales. I miss, no, 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 in, in customer satisfaction. Customer satisfaction. Yeah, so I, I apologize. I, okay. I misheard. So it was uh, Chick Fil A right. was uh, 86 out of 100, uh, one point lower than last year. But Panera was number okay. two. Then Papa John's. Arby's. So that's that's quality of yeah. service and quality of product. Yeah. essentially what you're getting at. All okay. right. So if you think about like, all right, so most Chick Fil A's that I go to have like that dual drive through Love it. Um, you're not waiting in a drive through for a long time. Even when you go into the restaurant, you know, and I've been to some other places, and you know I, I like my fast food. But, uh, like, you know, I, I went to a fast food place uh, not that long ago. From the time I walked through the door to the time I got my meal was a half hour. And I was like, this, this, is, isn't fast. this is ridiculous. And, yeah. if, and if the owner knew this, I think he would have a major, major issue. And that's why, like, you know, Chick-fil-A... Maybe the owner's there, and that's why, you know, things like that don't happen because, like, you know, I need to make sure that my customers are happy. Because the so you're already next, talking like an owner. Well, the first time I – or the next time I walked into said restaurant that took me a half hour, I walked over to the screens. I looked up to see how long the wait – the longest wait time was because once you've made your order, the uh, the order goes up onto a little computer screen. I was like, 20 minutes? I turned to Chuck. I go, we're out of here. And I'm like, I'm not waiting here anymore. And then we, right. and then we left. By the way, here's the list. It's the 2019 American Consumer Satisfaction Index scores. This is what I always look at. And so then you, <laughs> then you have Chick-fil-A, then Panera. So I was I was off on that. And then Papa John's, Arby's, Chipotle is still up there. Uh, Pizza Hut, Subway, Domino's, Starbucks. These are in order. KFC, Dunkin', uh, then Wendy's, Little Caesars, Burger King, Sonic, Taco Bell, Jack in the Box, and at the bottom of this particular list, it says McDonald's. I'm surprised I can't believe at that Papa John's is third. I don't often see those restaurants anymore. Yeah, I don't either, Kathy. Yeah. Not not in my particular but in area. But they, yeah. Might, yeah. they might have spots where they're much more prevalent yeah, than, than around they here. They must be. So. But I'm surprised at McDonald's because I, I think the consistency of their food is spot on. Yeah. And I usually hit the McDonald's drive-thru. Yeah. And I, I go through in and out and like that. By the way, they're having stellar success with their individually made burgers. They're, yeah, um, they're fresh burgers. Their yeah, fresh, fresh burgers, burgers are a huge they, hit for them. They've, uh, they've had a turn around since going from the frozen to fresh beef. Who is that? Yeah. McDonald's? McDonald's. McDonald's. Oh, really? yeah, they're doing better. I uh, remember we were talking about uh, we had like a, we did a whole segment on first world problems. Yeah. And then one guy called in he goes my first world problem is like uh, sometimes when I get Chick-fil-A the breast is 
too meaty. Oh, yeah, the chicken breast <laughs> yeah. is too thick. Yeah. Dude, you're getting more. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> he didn't like the way. He knew. He didn't like the texture of it. It sounded bad. Yeah, it was funny. I'm getting too much for my dollar. Yeah. I think I was watching uh, Family Guy last night or something on Fox. Have you guys seen the commercial for the new Cheetos uh, sandwich that they're serving at KFC? No. I've read about it. Okay. KFC does these little kitschy. It's a gimmicky thing. Gimmick things, yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. The commercial is insane, and I, I looked at my girlfriend as we were watching it last night, and it was like, Wait, is this real? Like, it, it seemed like a commercial uh, uh, that it's got the uh, the cartoon cheetah that comes yeah yeah, s- yeah skating at you and he's delivering these sandwiches. It it almost looks like a fake commercial, but I'm fairly certain that this is this thing's legit. Does the one where the colonel dances with Aunt Jemima freak you out a little bit? Oh, yeah. uh, dirty dancing. Yeah, yes. yeah, I'm like, okay, it's a little and, weird. And I love how weird those commercials yes. are. But I was like, that's really strange. It, it caught my attention. So uh-huh. if, if the goal is to get me to to note it. I did uh-huh. the Taco Bell one with the rising singer, like the pop idol. It's really well done. I haven't seen that. I, I, in fact, it got me for like the first five seconds, and then I saw the nacho fries. I'm like, oh, man. It's, I can't uh, believe I fell for that. You think it's a rags-to-riches singing thing, and he's going into his managers, and, you know, we're, we're, th- this is a limited-time offer. And he goes, limited-time offer! And he slams everything off the, d- the table and goes, it's what built my career! And it's this whole overly hyperbolic thing, but it's hilarious. Okay. I mean, good. You know, a good ad like that can go a long yeah. way. Yeah. yeah, most definitely can. I'll look for that. But um, so the yeah, I, I thought that was a sales. It was a list, but apparently it's a customer satisfaction. Oh. So yeah, uh, what do you get the spicy chicken at the <laughs> Chick Fil A, or do you just get the regular chicken? I, I have gotten the spicy before. I uh, I think I'm uh, just a spicy chicken guy. Like there. Oh dear God. I'm just a spicy chicken guy. Are you coming out right now? I'm coming out. I mean, Pride Month ended. Mom. Yesterday. Can we talk? Did it end yesterday? Yeah. Yeah. June. June. Okay. I was just joking. I'm a spicy chicken guy. (laughs) Oh, Uh, no. (laughs) But I just wanted to let this be known uh, that Wendy's has... Well, I'll always love you. ...as the spicy chicken nuggets are back. So that uh, was a, yes, I did yeah. see that announcement they made. So you wanted to get the word out. I just want to get the word out. Want All to let right. people know it's usually like six for a buck. Yeah, I heard. <laughs> <laughs> this morning on the Press of the Sea show, Casey Boy reveals something concerning fast food and an extended offer. We go down to Jim Englishevsky outside of the Pentagon. Jim, did Casey, in fact, confirm there was an extended offer? That's correct, Tom. Thank you, Jim. <laughs> <laughs> That's all you had to say. Yes, it's correct. It's confirmed. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, I, I would love if more easily accessible food options were available in my area. I mean, I, you know what I do, Preston? But then again, I don't because you don't want them all around you. You know what I mean? Then I swore I'd never be the, you know... Grubhub and all that sort of kind of, and I use caviar all the time, the delivery service, because you get food that you really want from a little further. Yeah, not you know, you want something that's a little higher quality, but it happens to be, you don't want to take the drive to the place. Yeah. And uh, so I use it. And, you know, but uh, I use it all. due respect to these fast food places, but it's not good for, for you. I mean, well, it's, it's like, not it's, great. It's, it's, not not healthy. Yeah. it's not healthy. You, you get, get the job done. You but, can find yeah. healthy options at all of these restaurants for sure. But overall, if you're going to try to live a healthy lifestyle, it's not I the mean, best option. The reason we don't go uh, to sit-down restaurants more often is because... It's five people, you know, and we got to take a whole crew, and sometimes yeah. it's a pain in the ass. you got to get the uh, Partridge family bus. Chad Johnson, who used to be a receiver in the NFL and a really good one, he ate McDonald's every single day of well, his Well, yeah, have his metabolism, maybe. <laughs> Tear right through it. Yeah. <laughs> How much do those services cost? 
So, like, for like, um, I'll order from places that I used to order from in Maniunk, like a Couch Tomato and, and Winnie's and some other places, and it's it's just a couple of bucks more. I think Enough- it's I think caviar is six bucks. Yeah, it's really not Which that not bad. Like, and then you, uh, you, you throw on tip a tip. the driver, right? And, and throw on a tip. Yeah, but you can do the tip on the card. So it ends. Listen, so it, it doesn't count. It's it's probably well, right, it's so. like if you eat it in the car, you didn't really eat it. Well, let me ask you: Does, does the restaurant eat any of that cost? Because it seems to, now it seems selling... to vary from restaurant to restaurant what their deal is. But all I know is that I don't see it as being outlandish. Yeah, because I, in fact, it, many times I've asked the question: How exactly is the restaurant? benefiting from this other than well they're getting business that they right. wouldn't normally get right yeah you know what i mean like, yeah, I, I, think they're getting an I, I meant how that. does caviar benefit okay from yeah. okay all right hang on a second here oh nick it just had the information right there. sorry i was uh trying to go to the article i'll go back to that yeah it says here in general the fee ranges from uh two dollars to nine dollars according to users in addition to the delivery fee though caviar also includes a service fee of 18 percent on all orders and you also have the option to add a tip before your order arrives uh, so, so there's also an 18 percent on there. Too. So, what I'll do is I'll order like a couple of days worth of food. You know? Marissa. Oh, and sometimes you can log on to those apps and see. Uh, they'll show you which ones have free delivery charges at the moment. That's so true. They run specials, and as a restaurant, you subscribe to them. So, like the restaurants are paying those uh, services, so that's how they get paid. Oh. And then, then they don't have to employ a, de- a delivery. A driver. delivery person. Okay, I see that so makes it's sense. Kind of, yeah. But they have to, like, there's, like, weird things. We have to, like, mold your menu. I'm getting too deep into it, but it's a good thing. <laughs> would they would they, uh, would they? they bring you fast food if you want a McDonald's? Oh, yeah. Well, there's actually one. You? There's there's a, one that specifies in fast food. And uh, do you know the name of it? What's the name of it, Marissa? It's it's a... Um, Uber Eats? Yeah, I think Uber, Uber Eats. Uber Eats says it, but there's another one um, that's for- specifically, like... If you wanted uh, primos, or or you know, they, they'll go and grab that stuff for you quickly. All of our interns are shouting out uh, Grubhub. Grubhub, yes. Yeah, All right. yeah. Ones. yeah if, if this article, Steve, and maybe it's outdated, but this article about caviar says you won't find Chipotle or McDonald's on their menu. No, mm-hmm. you won't. Oh, I thought you just said you, that you you could. No, he said primos. He he, he didn't name check uh, McDonald's in particular. So okay. Uh, interesting. All right. Well, if you uh, if you're a fan of Chick Fil A, then you would concur with uh, that story that came out that customer satisfaction wise, it's at and the top. But listen, we've learned that Casey may very well be a franchisee at some point and mm. serve only spicy chicken. Not going to happen. You also it probably got to be a, like a you have to be a, like a really good person. <laughs> and I'm not a really good person. <laughs> you have to be a really I'm, good person. What do you mean by a really good person? Uh, like you know, like God fearing. Uh, <laughs> Something church- tells me that's probably not the case. You're one, the, you're one of the best people I know. Yes, yeah. that's right. God what do you me. mean, church? Oh, you mean for Chick Fil A? Yeah, I yeah, thought yeah. you just meant to be a franchise. I was like, "What is he talking about?" You're not really. You're not a good enough person for Domino's. <laughs> Chick Fil A is very religious. Yeah, uh, has why they're religious. closed on Sunday? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. you're um, you're absolutely. You're, yeah. You would absolutely get a Chick Fil A, and no, no, maybe. Definitely Domino's. I'm good enough for Domino's, not right. good enough for Chick-fil-A, though. All right. Well, you know what? If there are reservations available, you could stay at the Taco Bell Hotel. I know they let you stay there, but they're all gone, so maybe they'll do that again down the road. All right. We are going to take ourselves a break. Even weirder than that, I've got Bizarre File stories on the oh. way in just a moment, so stay with us. We'll return with those in a little bit. The Preston and Steve Show Podcast. 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. That would be back on 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks, don't you know? 9.51 and the President's T-Show. Glorious day today. We're looking at 85, 87 degrees, somewhere in that range. 
Lower humidity levels as well, and nothing but sun. So beautiful, man. Partly cloudy tomorrow, Tuesday. Uh, 93 is where we're going to get in those uh, dew points are going to come up a little bit, so it's going to seem a little bit more humid. And then Wednesday, we have some afternoon thunderstorms, so I have to keep an eye out. So heads up on all that. Let's get our final look at traffic, see what's shaking. Kathy, what do you have? Uh, we still have that closure. It's in Lower Marion on Route 23 between Youngsford Road and Spring Mill Road. It's a down, wi- or down tree and down wires. Uh, on the Schuylkill Expressway westbound, you're backing up from University through to South Street. Heavy still from the boulevard out to Belmont and then slow Conshohocken to Gulf Mills. Eastbound side backing up the Blue Route into Belmont and then Girard to Spring Garden. 95 southbound slows the Betsy Ross Bridge through to Girard and then Naaman's Road to Harvey. Uh, this is in Claymont. The right lane closed with construction. Vine Expressway eastbound. That's backing up from the Schuylkill to Broad Street and then westbound from the Ben Franklin Parkway to the Schuylkill Expressway. 309. Uh, we've got delays at 563 in Percocy. Left lane closed with construction there in New Jersey. 295 northbound. Jams uh, at Bur- uh, Mount Holly Willingboro. Exit 45. The off-ramp is closed there and that is because of an accident. 55 northbound heavy Deptford to 42. You're still slow on 42 north from 41 to 295 and then the Ben Franklin Bridge westbound heavy the toll plaza to the downside. This traffic report brought to you by Recovery Centers of America at Devon. They have customized addiction treatment programs for those who require increased focus on issue res- issues related to trauma and relapse prevention. Call today, 1-800-RECOVERY. And that's your traffic on 93.3 WMMR. Thanks, Kat. By the way, the Preston and Steve Belly Flop Championship of the World is coming up on Thursday, July 11th. And remember how we've been telling uh, the listening audience, hey, we need some women to get on board because we're doing Battle of the Sexes. We're doing men belly floppers, women belly floppers, prizes for each of our winners in those genders. And we were a little light on the ladies signing up, started signing up. There you go. So we got some choices. Now, that doesn't mean we don't want you to commit, uh, to continue to submit. So if you are interested in doing that, please do so because the deadline is on the 3rd. So it's on Wednesday at 10 a.m. That's all the time we have for people to Enter into the contest, and then we will choose all of our contestants from that pool of people who enter because not necessarily everybody who enters will get to be part of the competition, but we'll see. Uh, you go to WMMR.com and click on events, and then we have uh, the actual championship taking place Thursday, July 11th at the Valley Beach Poolside Club, Valley Forge Casino Resort. It's free of charge. Yeah. All you have, the only requirement, 21 and over. If you've never been back there, it'll blow your mind. It is a really cool setup. Yeah. And, by the way, bring your suit because there's uh, swimming before and after the event. So if you want to jump in, uh, swim for a little while, then grab yourself some cocktails, watch the spectacle, and then get back in the pool, I think that's the the perfect formula right there. And we've got celebrity judges. We do. Yeah. yeah. Mike Jarek is going to be there from uh, Fox 29, and uh, we'll get some other people on board for that and answer or uh, pass along the information uh, when we get who everybody is. So it's all good. It's coming up on the 11th. Let's do the Bizarre Five. Now, bizarre. WMMR presents bizarre. Kristen and Steve's Bizarre, bizarre Five. <laughs> All right, let's uh, let's begin with a follow-up story. This one's out of uh, Alabama. Authorities have located a wanted man with a famous pet squirrel. Sheriff's office says uh, investigators spotted uh, this guy. His last name is Pauk. I don't know. It doesn't have his whole name here for some reason. Pauk. Uh, P P A U L K. Pauk. That's it. Uh, while doing surveillance at America's Best Value Inn, authorities say that Pauk. Fled on a stolen motorcycle and rammed an investigator's vehicle during a brief chase before he was arrested. Now, he was wanted for possession of a controlled substance 
And you may remember his story. Oh, yes. As he also had a pet squirrel that was discovered during a recent drug bust. Deputies searched an apartment after they received a tip about an attack squirrel being fed methamphetamine to keep it aggressive. They found meth, drug paraphernalia, body armor, ammunition, and the squirrel in a cage during the search. But this guy... This guy has been found in Alabama, so he is now going to go to jail. Is the squirrel in rehab at this point, or what's the story? I would think they have him in an inpatient program as of now until he Hi, can... my name is Skippy, and <laughs> I'm an addict. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Oh, this is messed up, man. Uh, a man died after he was pinned to the wall by a safe oh. that, that weighed at least 600 pounds while trying to move it in a, into a Manhattan office building. Uh, I've, uh, I saw this story and I've had a couple of, you know, throughout your life when you end up moving furniture for people, yeah. you have those, oh boy, <laughs> yeah. you get jammed in a, in a hallway or in a door and like, oh boy, I hope I can move this. Yeah, we actually, we have a safe that, that we bought a while back that has to weigh at least 400 pounds. Likewise. And I had to get my neighbor to come over and help out with it. And I, that was a fear. I'm like, we drop this thing and it lands on your hand or your foot or whatever, bye bye yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's going to crush it. Well, officials said the man and two others were moving the safe uh, between office offices inside a building in Chinatown. Uh, the man who died was on one side of the safe while the other two were on the other side as they pushed the safe from the floor. Uh, I'm sorry, from the fourth floor toward the third floor landing, it tipped and it pinned the guy against the wall and crushed him. <gasps> uh, they said it, What it, a way to go. Estimated weight between 600 and 1,000 pounds. Mm. Uh, one of the other men is reported to have been uh, rushed to the hospital in serious condition. So that's uh, you got to be super careful when moving objects like that. That can topple over. Wow. Uh, just days after news broke of a woman being left alone on board an Air Canada flight, another woman has come forward with a similar experience. Pamela Prescott, a 69-year-old woman from Ontario who is visually impaired and has several other health issues, landed at Toronto's Pearson International Airport on April 6th following a three-month vacation to Barbados. She needed help filling out the customs forms and required a wheelchair to leave the aircraft. So she says the crew on board told her to wait in her seat and they would come back to help. Well, the staff never returned. She said, I was scared because I have all these health issues. I didn't even have a cell phone to call for help. The scariest time of my life was in there. She sat there for about an hour until a maintenance worker had noticed her. And the other story, the woman was there for several hours. Right, right. She actually made her way into the cockpit, didn't she? Yeah, she had to uh, get a flashlight and and try to flag somebody down. Uh, She said the mechanic told her that he had not, had he not been there, she might have been stuck in the plane. What are you doing in here? Until a cleaning crew arrived. Uh, Air Canada blamed a miscommunication amongst crew, and they've issued an apology and refunded her the cost of the ticket, and they also gave her a $500 voucher for future travel. You would like to think that they, they check these aircraft before they lock them up for the night, you know? Yeah, yeah, I would think so. All right, and then we'll do one more story, and we will wrap it up. Let's go with this one. A man is facing 50 felony counts for allegedly recording other men as they urinated in the bathroom of a bowling alley where he worked. It has to be a bowling alley or else I won't get off. It just doesn't do it for him unless it's a bowling alley. I mean, I tried it at a mall. It just doesn't doesn't work. Male bowlers. Yeah. Ryan does. Loud shirts. Ryan Dustin Gainier 
was arrested Wednesday morning. Uh, back in December, police were called to the Woodhaven Lanes bowling alley after a man reported that another man had been taking pictures and videos of him using the bathroom. Could you stop doing that? Officers located the suspect, uh, Gaynor, and seized his cell phone. A forensic examination on the phone turned up 150 individual video clips. Come on, give me a 710 scored. Uh, the video clips contain images of the reported victim and other unknown male victims urinating and appeared to have been taken from an adjacent bathroom stall. Police said they tried repeatedly to contact Gainier but were unable to get him to come in for an interview prior to criminal charges being authorized. Huh. Following his arrest, uh, he was arraigned on 50 felony counts and he was a contract employee for the poker room at the bowling alley. He no longer works there. <laughs> and there you go. That's what I have. In this morning's Bizarre File. The kinky world. Yep. All right, we are going to take a break. We Are, are we going to play this next? What? You want to? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Have you heard this cover that uh, the Struts have done of Dancing in the Streets? I've heard about it. I have not heard it. It's really good. Is it? Oh, it's, I can't it's, wait. And, it, and it's, they're covering the Van Halen cover. Oh, that's the one I really love. So you will hear it in the production. You're like, okay, that's not just them doing Dancing right. in the Streets. This is them doing Van Halen's Dancing in the Streets. So you know what? We'll get to that next. Just stay with us. We'll return in a moment. Steven Singer's Ready for Love Diamond Engagement Rings are ready to go. <laughs> Whether your budget's $500 or $5,000, Steven has the perfect ring for you at the perfect price. Online at IHateStevenSinger.com or at the other corner of 8th and Walnut in Philly. IHateStevenSinger.com. See the Steve Show podcast? Check out MMR's other audio on demand at WMMR.com or on the MMR mobile app. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Thank God for bands that still want to keep some fun in the world of rock and roll. It is the Struts on 93.3 WMMR. I like that. I love those guys, and I think that's a really cool idea to do a cover of a cover, believe it or not. Because they are being faithful to the Van Halen version of uh, Dancing in the Streets. And we just love those guys. And it's really cool hearing Luke in a song saying, Philadelphia, PA, because they love it here. they do. And the city loves them. So uh, new struts on 93.3 WMMR. Very cool. It's about eight minutes after 10 o'clock. We're sharing this uh, beautiful Monday morning uh, together. And we're about to make it even more beautiful with a chance for you to win as we're going to give away a four-pack of Six Flags tickets for the correct answer to our question and today's question, uh, let's see, how about, uh, what is John Wayne's favorite song to cover? <laughs> it's well, amazing. He, he covered two of them. He did, yeah. Uh, so we'll take either one that you want. Uh, 215-263-WMMR. What is John Wayne's favorite song to cover? And if you were listening and you know the answer, well, you ought to call us right now. 215-263-WMMR. I'm sorry, I went to... <laughs> I went to lean down and put my elbow on the armrest here, and I missed because <laughs> oh, this freaking thing. This I think I can fix it. You think I, you can fix this? Yeah. Do we have an Allen wrench anywhere? Allen! Uh, I don't know. I, I have one at home. Yeah, I'm sure engineering has a whole array of... Oh, wait. There. It's 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 fixed. There you go. For it's, now. it's wonky because it wouldn't happen then, if you had a throne, as I, we've asked many times before. Steve wants me to have a Game of Thrones type chair. Yeah. Uh, but with microphone stands. I just think it would be a, a what a message to send to people who come in if you're sitting in a throne. Uh, maybe we can. We, hey, listen, we had woodworker who made 
a Batmobile bed. A work of art. Maybe there's an iron worker who can make a microphone stand thrown. It could happen. For me. We'll see yeah. about that. All right. Uh, in the meantime, let's see if you know the answer. We're going to do the trash. Here we go. The trash business is a gold mine. 93.3 WMMR with Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash. All right. This morning it is brought to you by Duncan Power Breakfast Sandwich with Spinach. And pepper, egg whites, turkey, sausage, cheese, and whole grains. It's a perfect way to power your day. Try it today with a cold brew. America runs on Duncan. What's going on this morning, Steve? Well, TMZ reporting that Honey Boo Boo's attorney secretly moved her money into a protected account to keep it from her, quote, alcoholic mother, Mama June. Mama June fervently denies she's an alcoholic and says she will see them in court if and when she ever sobers up. <laughs> oh, my God. And speaking of Honey Boo Boo, her uncle Billy got into a fairly serious car accident outside of Atlanta last weekend. The force of the impact reportedly knocked out all of his tooth. <laughs> <laughs> and finally, Catherine McPhee, 35, telling InStyle Magazine that she's helping her new husband, 69-year-old David Foster, get a little more adventurous. McVie says Foster has already begun learning how to do donuts in his mobility scooter. <laughs> that's your Hollywood trash. All right, we'll see if somebody knows the answer to this. What is uh, John Wayne's favorite song to cover? If you were listening earlier this morning, you may know. So I'm going to go to Lewis. Hey, Lewis, how you doing, man? Good. How you guys doing? Good, buddy. All right, what song does John Wayne like to cover? Uh, Mr. Tambourine Man. That's correct. Yeah! Mr. Tambourine Man. Hang on, Lewis. We're going to take care. We're going to give you a four-pack of Six Flags tickets and Six Flags and Coca-Cola team-up to celebrate America's birthday with Coca-Cola 4th Fest. And from July 3rd through July 6th, you can bring any can of Coke and save on admission and get exclusive early ride times and see fireworks every single night. Coca-Cola 4th Fest at Six Flags, the biggest celebration in the Northeast. So congrats. Uh, I just got a text from my wife. I know I've mentioned the guys from Sweden several times on the air today, but yes. they're, they're all in the car right now listening. So, oh. hey wanna, guys from Sweden, I want to say what's up to the Swedes. <laughs> what did you say again? <laughs> See, they know exactly what you're talking it's about. Awfully sweet of you to say that. It, it's very so nice sweet. Either that, or I just declared war. <laughs> Maybe you did. I don't know. All right, uh, let's do music news. Now, Preston and Steve's music news on 93.3 WMMR. I'm doing this for the Swedes. Okay. But they might get a kick out of this. And there you go. All right. uh, Music news. Brought to you by Deets and Watson, Real Philly Deli. Want to know the uh, Philly's best-kept hoagie secrets? Yes! Pick up Deets and Watson's Real Philly Deli Hoagie Guide, a map of the best delis in the city. Earn prizes like T-shirts, coolers, food, and even birds tickets just for eating real Philly hoagies. Well, Jack White issued a statement over the weekend in which he clarified that he is not, I repeat, not using heroin after a joke that he made in a recent interview about the drug was taken seriously by a number of outlets. I think it'd be safe at this point after our great interview to call him our dear friend. I could say that, And we can vouch for him not using heroin. As in a recent interview with the Irish Times about the 11-year gap between Raconteur's albums, White remarked, well, when Brendan gave up alcohol, I started doing heroin, so that (laughs) delayed things. The satirical nature of the quote was apparently lost on some, however, as a number of outlets subsequently reported it as if White was being serious. Mm -hmm. Uh, He responded in a lengthy note posted to Instagram, writing in part, 
I've never done heroin or any other illegal drug in my life, and anyone close to me can confirm this. If you'd actually read the article in full, you could see that I was joking. I suppose spin never lets the facts get in the way of good clickbait. White also slammed several other instances of clickbait journalism, saying, Back in my day in the 1800s, artists weren't punished for taking the road less traveled or for answering questions with unpopular responses. Hell, we even uh, we were even expected to rebel against the status quo, if you can believe that. Uh, he closed his note by saying, "I, if you love music and the arts, I think your organizations should start to learn to do the same thing or at least pretend you love music rather than looking to please your advertisers with clicks. So he doesn't do heroin, in case you were wondering. Hey, here's a follow-up story to something we mentioned on Friday. It was a bit of a breaking story about uh, Stephen Adler, former drummer from Guns N' Roses. Yes. Hospitalized last Thursday after stabbing himself in what a representative later said was an accident. Okay. So he was taken to the hospital after local authorities responded to a call shortly after 6.30 p.m. for a possible suicide attempt at a a Studio City, California home. But Adler's representative told TMZ the stabbing was not a suicide attempt and was simply an accident. The rep would not specify what caused the accident except to describe it as a very minor superficial wound. Adler, who has reportedly been sober for years, is still planning to perform on July 12th at the Golden Nugget in Las Vegas. So we may have to wait until he can, you know, do an interview or something like that and say exactly what happened. But they're saying it's an accident, so we'll see. He seems like a nice guy. Yeah. But hate to think that anything else was going on in his life. Hailstorm and Marilyn Manson both received some long-in-the-making gold and platinum sales certifications last week. Hailstorm's hit single, I Miss the Misery, off its 2012 album, The Strange Case Of, officially went platinum on June 28th for sales of one million copies. The track previously went gold back in December 2015. Meanwhile, Manson's cover of This Is Halloween from the 1993 film The Nightmare Before Christmas was certified gold for sales of 500,000 copies. I'm not familiar. Twenty-six. Yeah, I don't know. But this either, is Halloween. So. Uh, yeah. So it was, uh, and that is from the Nightmare Before Christmas. So, but it may. Oh, be, okay. Yeah, from a soundtrack. Yep. Papa Roach is launching a summer tour on July twenty-seventh, and has released a new music video from the, for the song Renegade Music. In fact, there's several different videos coming out from different bands. This video was captured at a recent gig in Birmingham, England, and was shot in one take. The song is off the band's latest album, Who Do You Trust? Now, hell yeah has also shared a second music video from its upcoming album, Welcome Home. Uh, the clip is for the song Oh My God, and it follows the track from the September 27th release. And then finally, Alter Bridge has premiered the official video for Wouldn't You Rather, which is the first single from the band's upcoming sixth album, Walk the Sky. Uh, the clip is a performance video, and the album is due out on October 18th, follows up 2016's The Last Hero. When videos premiere... I... Well, they're just they're mainly YouTube viewing, you know. Yeah. yeah, they'll do they'll do social, you know, they'll they'll promote them that way and then people I mean these and these things rack up millions of views so people are watching them. I guess know? so. It's uh, just not on me. it's just on a different you just don't you don't put MTV on and just let it roll in the house like you used to, you know what I mean? Yeah, now it's pornography. Uh well, yeah. sure. Right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let it roll. Just let that roll, uh-huh. and it goes right into the next. And they they'll they'll sort of curate topics for you, right? Yeah, they'll find out. Uh, you, know. you like this? You yeah. might be into urine. Yeah, yeah. BBW. You BBW. might uh, BBC. You know, I don't know. <laughs> or DVD. You know, DVDA. DVDA. Yeah. Who knows what you're into? Hot Carl. <laughs> Is there like a hot Carl and some fries, please? <laughs> 
Pogs. There's all kinds. Well, of there stuff. is Carl's Jr., right? Yes, there is. So, did they ever offer a hot Carl? Hot Carl's Jr. Would you ever go to a place if all of their menu items were like named hot after Carl? sexual yeah. acts? Yeah. Depending on the food, yes. I'll take the Dizzy Gillespie. Yeah. May I have a Kentucky Klondike, please? <laughs> oh, those are good. Mm. <laughs> I think I'd, I think I've used Kentucky Klondike once in a. Uh, what would you do for a Kentucky Klondike? It's, it has to do with a frozen turd, just to let you know. <laughs> now, obviously, you, you can look it up. You wouldn't you serve want. that to your patrons. You'd be clever about it and make right. it like an eclair. Right, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> but you could still give it that name. Yeah, you would yes. have that, and it would have, of course, the luster of an actual Kentucky Klondike. That's actually, yeah, that's not a bad idea, Casey. Dirty yeah. Sanchez. Dirty you know? Yeah. Eiffel Tower. Listen, there's a, obviously like a, a substantial kinky, yeah. a, a, a kink culture, as they say, that might be into this. Yeah. <laughs> and they need there's, to eat lunch, too. There's one called the Gorilla Mask. <laughs> the Gorilla Mask? Gorilla Mask. Well, I'm intrigued. I, for, I forgot what it is, but I just always <laughs> like that name. Can you look up Gorilla Mask? Oh, no. There's no, I won't even be able to start Of to course you will. You're, you're a seasoned broadcaster. Uh, you can tell us what a gorilla mask is. All right, I'll try. Oh, is it gorilla face mask? Oh, it's mask? like the Abe Lincoln. Uh, wait, are you, are you looking it up? No, it's up on our screen. It, oh. it, this is this is it's similar to the Abe Lincoln. A sexual act in which a man shaves off his pubic hair, stores him in his pocket, and upon that completing, uh, oh man, you can. The, the woman's you can. visage <laughs> on. on, on on her face, the pubic hair is then thrown in her face, which sticks to it, thus giving her a gorilla mask. That's a lot of planning, guys. It's, but see, yeah. apparently with the Abe Lincoln, you, you go like this. And you, you put it on your hand and, and you blow it, it at them. In like, your pocket. Like angel dust. Yeah. Why am I taking part in this? Of the five yeah. people in this <laughs> room. Of to course. be able to explain the gorilla mask and the, the Abe Lincoln. Kathy's, you, Kathy's, Kathy's more into history. dead last in, in my head, man. In fact, oh, I want, it's like the Abe Lincoln. I want to point out that yeah. this... Nowhere on this monitor that, that is no. describing the gorilla mask does it say Abe Lincoln anywhere. So you you just knew that. Oh, I it's did. Like Listen, that. years ago, years, 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 years ago, uh, we had a sex act party and you had to come dressed up as one. Which one were you? I was the Abe Lincoln. That's why I know what it is. Okay. Wait a second. I thought she saw that on at some point well, on the screen. I tried it so one she time. this was completely from knowledge. She has just empirical knowledge about the Abe Lincoln. Yes. You will wow. try anything once, right, Kathy? <laughs> yeah, one time. Listen, if I don't like it, I don't like it. If you're into history, it might be just the thing to do. He was a fine president. Mm, he was. He Emancipation. Was. Absolutely. A lot of great things. So why not celebrate him? <laughs> why not? Especially with the birth of our nation coming up. Do that. Okay. Poor skin and seven years ago. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> Casey. High five. I approve. All right. And one last... Oh, we're still doing music news, by oh, the way. Oh, are we? Yes. I was uh, now thinking about gorillas. One last thing. We have Free Music Monday taking place, and I got your chance to win a digital download of Let's Rock, the new album from the Black Keys. That's another band that's keeping the fun in rock music, I think. Uh, it's out now via Easy Eye Sound and Nonesuch Records. And let's take caller number 14, and we'll set you up with that. Two nice. one two one five two six three. WMMR call right now. We are going to take one more break. We'll return letter of the day for the word of the week prize. And we'll hand things over to Pierre when we get back to it. Stay there. What's new? Glad you asked. Van Fleet. Mark Morton with Chester Bennington. Glorious Sons. 
music. More of everything that rocks. On 93.3 WMMR. Talking heads, of course. 93.3 WMMR, once in a lifetime. It is 10.31, and the uh, President and Steve show about ready to come to a close for today. Uh, but a nice way to start off the week. Good weather. We had a good time this morning. Yeah. I would like to thank Mr. Billy Bob Thornton. For being on the show. And uh, his bandmate, J.D., who is on as well. And the their band is playing. It's uh, the Boxmasters, who are going to be performing at the Sellersville Theater on Thursday night, uh, the 7th. And he seemed no, legit. Sunday night. I'm sorry. Did what? I write Thursday? Uh, no, I don't know where I got Thursday. I'm sorry. You're thinking of Thunday, which is a comedy. Thunday. <laughs> it's a new day. Uh, Thursday and Sunday. And Sunday Thursday is actually together. their only day off this week because it's the 4th of July. Ah. Um, but yeah. Uh, so anyhow, yes, I'm sorry, on uh, July 7th. Sorry about that. And Billy seemed legit about loving playing at that establishment. He thinks that Sellersville, the community, is just a really cool little place. And it's, you know, close to Philadelphia and everything. They always do well, so. I mean, we're not kidding them. The music is actually pretty solid, it especially is. if you like that period, you know, uh, of sort of British invasion you know, he was right. The birds, yeah. yep. you know, the, that sort of sound. I think they do a good job. Yeah, so uh, it was cool having them on. And tickets are available at theater.st94.com. Uh, so thanks. And thank you to our friends from uh, Duncan for stopping by this morning. The new Hershey's <laughs> Cookies and Cream. and it's really good. Flavors. Yeah, uh, DunkinDonuts.com, by the way. Pierre is out. I spoke incorrectly. He is uh, he is on uh, a little uh, getaway this going week. Going after Marlin. Uh, is he going to finally yeah, really get out there? Fishing. He's fish. going all Ernest Hemingway, Preston. Very good. <laughs> but that means you get the pleasure of Mr. Brent Port. Yay! everybody to take care of you how you doing man i'm doing well thanks so marissa gave us a full rundown of the warp tour this oh, yeah. morning and you were there too i was there all weekend it no was kidding. insanity at its finest wow so many bands and, and being that it was the 25th anniversary this year they really pulled out all the stops to get all the big bands that have played over the years over the 25 years bad religion 311 blink uh blink 182 rounded out the night last night which was Offspring. excellent so i'm super excited they're coming back in september do you Offspring think it uh, was great as well do you think that we were uh, Posing the notion that perhaps, perhaps because of the success of this, as Preston said, whereas Lollapalooza was a touring thing and then finally refined down to just Chicago, uh, do you think there could be a warp corollary to that? I hope so. And a lot of the bands that were up on stage kind of reiterated that fact. Saying, yeah. We got to keep doing this. I mean, right. every band was like, people as far as we can see from the main stage and it really was 30 35,000 plus people out there um and the thing that i really liked about it is that there was a lot of security there was a lot of bathrooms so it's like you didn't have to worry about bathrooms. stuff overflowing yeah, you know stuff yeah, like yeah. that there was plenty yeah. of concessions it means a all lot. that kind of stuff there was plenty of room yeah. they had moto x going they had skateboards going they had professional wrestling going they just had so much going four different stages it wasn't bleeding into one another that mm-hmm. you were you were hearing one band over another and i just think it was really well done uh, we had the the um, beach evacuated on Saturday, and everybody kind of made their way out in a in a timely fashion. Yeah, and th- when you're talking <laughs> about thirty thousand people, that's not at a venue that's made for something like that. That's pretty cool that that went smoothly. Yeah, know? and they had a lot of lot of shelter because they could just go into the casinos. And it was funny because we went into the casinos after they evacuated the beach, and it was just I mean thousands of people. And you saw the blue hairs and everybody that was sitting at their slot machines, being like, "What the hell yeah. is going on? All these kids coming in." Yeah. And uh, it was just a great weekend. It was. Fun. The weather was great for the most part. And just to be 
on the beach and be with the water right there. And that's like your backdrop and the surrounding and you're standing in the sand the whole time. It was just really neat. Sounds nice. cool, man. Yeah. So, well, that's cool, man. All right. Well, we have we have a short week this week as well with Independence Day being on uh, Thursday. Uh, we'll be off on Thursday and Friday. So we just have a short word of the week this week. And it's only three letters. You good on that? Let's do it. There we go. Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. Now, the Daily Letter. And the Preston and Steve show is brought to you today by the letter. By the letter W as in where's Pierre? Alright, so that's the first letter. You're going to need three. That'll make a word. On Wednesday, we'll give away the prize if you know the word. And we will be giving away ten Fandango movie tickets to see Avengers Endgame. Plus... Some Avengers merchandise t-shirt, uh, a metal lunchbox, sunglasses, and a button set. So if you're a collector, you'll love that. Marvel Studios Avengers Endgame has returned to the theaters nationwide with some additional footage included, too. Mm, I like cool. that. Yeah. Uh, what are you doing on the show today, man? Uh, workforce blocks today. Red Hot Chili Peppers, not the Red Hot Chilies. Right, Preston? Correct. <laughs> it's, it's either it's either the Chili Peppers or the Red Hot Chili Peppers. And you can't say Chilies either, right? I don't right? say the Chilies. Yeah. No. Okay, so Thank block you, of the Red Hot Chili Peppers. we got a block of Seether, also a block of the Ramones. And you just gave, uh, for Free Music Monday, away the new Black Keys. We'll be doing that as well. Excellent. All right. Thank you, Brent Porsche. Uh, I want to thank our sponsors. Preston and Steve Show has been brought to you today by Acme, the official supermarket of the Preston and Steve Show. Also brought to you by Winter Airport Parking, the fastest way in and out of Philly International Airport. And, of course, photography, the official photographers of the Preston and Steve Show. Uh, tomorrow we have uh, Tattoos Day, so somebody's going to snag some free ink and uh, many other things that we will get to as well. So that is it. We are done. Rage on. Have a great day, and we'll see you tomorrow, my friend. Bye-bye. The Preston and Steve love you, hate you line. Welcome to the jungle just came on the radio, and all I could think about was Flossie's cat. Next message. Well, this was a great weekend. Now to start off a great week. Just got a couple days, then July 4th. Yeah! Next message. It's my last day at this end of a job. In time, I got a better goddamn job in this job. The Preston and Steve Love You, Hate You line. Call 484-434-1333. MMR Rocks. Brought to you by DellToyota.com and DellChevrolet.com. Jack, sell them for less.